myself and think of myself as a, a man of faith. As there's a drive in a deep left field by Castellanos, it will be a home run. I don't know if I'm going to be putting on this headset again. Happy Friday, November the 11th, True Withers Show with True Withers. I'm your host, True Withers. Thank everybody for joining us. Thank everybody for giving us a thumbs up on the YouTube, subscribing so you can join us in chat, and putting whatever kind of emoji you feel like in chat. Uh, no, I believe we do have some news to get to, but we'll, we'll, we'll bring the boys in first. Scoob's in the house. How are we feeling, Scoob? Well, I'm feeling, I'm feeling great. We uh, set up the Discord last night. It's popping. We watched Hard Knocks together this morning. Well, it's a great day. Feeling feeling illustrious. We'll get to that too. Uh, and the McMahon's here. How are we feeling, McMahon? The chat the chat upsets me daily, but this one wasn't their fault. They were just the the bearer of the bad news that I didn't see this morning. So this yeah, watermelons in the chat for sure. Yeah. Uh, and plenty to get to, but first things first. Yeah, something I confirmed. I was like, I, you never know with chat. You never know. I see the watermelons and the hammers, and that can only mean one thing. Gallagher? Gallagher. Our, our, our pal Gallagher has gone to the, the, the great watermelon and hammer in the sky. Uh, I also saw the bats for Kevin Conroy. I, was he one of the original Batman? And I know Adam West was the original. What was Kevin? What was his relationship? Animated voice. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So yeah, much more important than Adam West. No disrespect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably the that would that resonates in a similar way to probably the people that saw Adam West, like the people that heard and watched that that animated show. So mm-hmm. R.I.P. Definitely. What? The, how old was Gallagher? Seventy-seven. A decent at height, terrible at age. I would have guessed 98, 52, 36. Right. Yeah. I did not. Did they, did they say what? Do we know? Or is it just, it's just too close to call? Let's look it up. Gallagher. Let's see if we know. Yeah. All I saw was TMC confirmed it. Yeah. Um, I didn't read into it because, again, chat was the one who alerted me that even happened. Um, um, massive organ failure. Jesus like Christ. He had a lot of wow. heart attacks, apparently. Damn. What, what, uh, Conroy? What happened? I thought he was in his 60s. Mm. And I was the thing with TMZ now, anytime I see the TMZ logo and a face, I'm thinking the worst. Like somebody retweeted something yesterday and said it was a picture. Drake did something. And it was like, hey, come on, man. I thought Drake died. Like, it's just TMZ just has that. It's serious and it's bad news. Like they need—I don't know if they need two different avies, like a green one when they like, hey, uh, yeah, the red married. help. The it, red uh, yeah, it, help. Do 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 do. Hey, somebody got married and is having a great day. Um, uh, Kevin Conroy had cancer. Short battle with cancer. It says so. R.I.P. to Conroy. R.I.P. to Gallagher. Uh, that's tough, man. My. Watch me some Batman, smash me some melon. Uh, Just, I mean, I know we've spoken about it in the past, but what a gimmick to be like, ah, I'm going to tell a punchline. What a life. Well, for sure. You, you say gimmick, I say life. Because uh, what, what was he, 
99 or 100 on that Comedy Central list of comedians. Like he was at the very end of it. That's how we got on the Gallagher. Yeah, can we can we get the Gallagher wiki school? Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure it's being currently uh, edited, but he would like snuck in the back door. Like somebody banged on the table. We cannot have this list without Gallagher. Look, I mean, let's Gallagher, man. Is he one of the few one named? Stars that we have, you know what I mean? You know what I mean? I was going to say star. Like, to a sense, if you say Gallagher or even watermelon guy, I feel like people know who you're talking about. You know what I mean? Yeah, watermelon hammer guy. They say, yeah, uh, Smashy. Gallagher named his son (laughs) Barnaby. Yeah, he did. Be Gallagher. (laughs) Boss moves only. Leo Anthony Gallagher. Junior. Junior. I don't know if I knew that. Is Gallagher, whose trademarks were observation on prop comedy and smashing watermelons. He had several popular HBO specials and 13 comedy specials for Showtime, Mick. I'll, I'll have you know. I, I love how the page starts, his career starts with conflict with brother. That's what started it all. <laughs> they said, man, let's just rip the band-aid off. What well, not there beef about like who came up with the, the watermelon smashing? Is that like their whole conflict? <laughs> hey, can we... <laughs> In the early 1990s, Gallagher's younger brother, Ron, Ron Gallagher, uh, asked, uh, asked him for his permission to perform shows using Gallagher's trademark Sledge-O-Matic routine. Gallagher granted his permission on the condition that Ron, who shared a strong likeness to Leo, <laughs> And his manager clarified in promotional materials that it was Ron Gallagher, not Leo Gallagher, who was performing. Ron typically performed in venues smaller than those in which Leo Gallagher performed. <laughs> Unnecessary. Uh, after, several, <laughs> after several years, Ron began promoting the act as Gallagher Top uh, or Gallagher Two. In some instances, Ron's act was promoted in a way that left unclear the fact that he was not the original Gallagher. This and Ron's offstage troubles, uh-oh, left a stain on Leo's reputation as well. They didn't see the vision here at all. This should have been like an Akon-type situation where like, they were MF performing Doom. multiple cities the same yeah. night under the name Gallagher. Like, this is, we didn't tell you, all we told you is you were getting Gallagher. We didn't Especially tell you. Especially back then? Oh, yeah. That's like, sort of like, easy money. Like a MF Doom, man. <laughs> Just have somebody put on the... Yeah, I know why y'all here. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, These guys don't really look anything alike. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we got to get a picture of Ronald. <laughs> they couldn't look more different. Ron's in the blue, I'm guessing. Yeah, Ron's substantially larger. He's so oh, much man. larger. <laughs> but again, That's uh, Joey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> Up on a stage, though, it's like, man, I think that's Gallagher. <laughs> Before the hair went gray, you know, you have that hat and a, sl- hat and a sledgehammer. You're like, no, I think that's, I think that's the guy. I mean, yeah, that's what I mean. But in in the moment, I'm sure, like those are recent pictures. It looks like I'm sure in '90, right. it was a little more hard to tell. And, and yeah, who are you those to two doubt '86. When he's got the hammer, who are you to doubt? You know? Yeah, who? Right? Who, yeah. Um, the only one man's got the sledgehammer. <laughs> Ron said, no, we both do. Uh, Gallagher initially responded 
by requesting his brother not use the sledge-o-matic routine. Ron nonetheless continued to tour as Gallagher to, uh, using the routine. In August 2000, Gallagher sued his brother for trademark violations and false advertising. The courts ultimately sided with him. Injunction was granted prohibiting Ron from performing any act impersonating his brother in small clubs and venues. This also, this also prohibited Ron from intentionally bearing likeness to Leo. <laughs> <laughs> He's doing it, Your Honor. He's got his nose and eyes. Uh, Is there, oh, here we go. Audience entries. Here we go. Uh-oh. Nah, I might need you to zoom in there. I need, to, I need the deets. It's not as what? long as it should be for a guy who had the sledge-o-matic routine. sledge <laughs> Gallagher signs the head of a fan. Uh, look at Jam Packer. Um, no, Jam checked it. Jam will be joining us from 2 to 3 today, so he'll be checking in a little bit later. Uh, he had to wash Gallagher's signature off the side of his head. Uh, so given the messy nature of his shows, on some occasions, audience members sustained injuries during Gallagher's performances at a show at the Coach House in San Juan Capistrano, 1990, a woman in the audience was struck on the head by a heavy, plush penguin that had a fire extinguisher inside of it. <laughs> Wait, what? Could have killed her. Um, That's why I keep mine. She, your penguin or your fire extinguisher? Uh, <laughs> She later sued the comedian for 13000 in medical bills, 20000 lost wages, and punitive damage in excess of 100 k Case went to trial, jury ultimately siding with Gallagher following a raucous trial where Gallagher himself took the stand and reportedly got as many laughs as he would during one of his shows. You can't, <laughs> you can't put Gallagher on the stand. Like... He's still good. That man's hilarious, Your Honor. You know, um, you know he's going to come up there with a tight five and kill it. Like, come on. The, ju the judge is trying to get order in the court with his little gavel and character brings out the Elmatic and just fucking bangs it. Crowd goes nuts. Yeah, I've got order. Smashes the desk in half. People are just like patting their foot up on the desk. Ayuga. Uh, Ayuga. <laughs> I will say, <laughs> great strategy. They said, Gallagher, this is not a laughing matter. He said, watch. Sorry, am I, Piers? He walked in the courtroom with the hammer, and the, the people suing him were like, oh, shit, we lost. Yeah. <laughs> they said, Mr. Gallagher, you raise your right hand. He put, he put the sledgehammer on the Bible. I do. I said, so help you God, yes. Um, oh, man. And just kill like you know the victim was sitting up there. She got hit in the head with a a, a fire extinguisher. Have y'all picked up a fire extinguisher before? Even the mini ones. She up there in a neck brace and he up there doing a tight five. Man, uh, man, oh man, court of law, court of law. Ain't that something? Ain't that something? Court of law. Uh, it was ninety three. Was ninety three? No, ninety four was the OJ trial, right? I'm just picturing yep. both of these cases. And, Might have been, I think the. That happened ninety four trial ninety five I think but around okay. yeah, after this I'm just picturing an L A courthouse Gallagher walking out one side and O J walking out the other <laughs> they got to take a recess to clean up all the watermelons before O J's <laughs> case can go in They're like this is a mess in here what happened they like hey, yeah we don't know about that side so, uh, <laughs> Gallagher walking out is like now I'm going to support my good friend O J Simpson <laughs> in his trial. Um, 
Jesus. Are this this just tearing LA in half? <laughs> watermelon eaters and not watermelon like a... <laughs> The whole city just bans watermelon. They're like when Gallagher's on trial, no one can have a watermelon. <laughs> I... We've seen there's been enough documentaries. We've seen videotape of court proceedings. Somebody's got Gallagher's 10 minute set. Somebody's got Gallagher set. The time Gallagher Gallagher versus Supreme Court is what the album's gonna be called on Spotify. Um and I need to hear I raw <laughs> So you got this mini laughs. They were this guy was selling out arenas, man. They were in there dying. Oh yeah. He was like, I can work with it without the melon. I don't need it. I can work clean. Uh, Maybe that was his point. He was just like, listen, I'm a prop comic, but I get these laughs by hook or crook, pal. <laughs> the presiding judge, William Froberg, later said, in seven years on the bench, I've seen a lot of characters, but none so theatrical. It was entertaining. It certainly wasn't boring. End quote. The set of his life. Un unserious judges in this country. Very unserious judges. And then he's like, I can't feel the left side of my body, <laughs> man. And the judge is like, <laughs> oh, 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 do, do it again, Gallagher. Um, <laughs> the second one is a, so good. At a show, this is some 17 years later, at a show at the Washington County Fair, Hillsboro, Oregon, 2010, a woman rushed the stage. Slipped on debris and was taken to the hospital for her injuries. She tried to kill Gallagher and the watermelon uh, saved well, him. Was, is that on Gall Is that on Leo? No, it's on her. She rushed the stage. Maybe she was a super fan, though. It's, I love you, Gallagher. <laughs> it's like taking the field. Security took her out. Yeah, she, they used to have a... Who was the lady? She just had the... the ginormous breasts and her thing like just take pictures with athletes in the 80s that was just the thing you know what i'm talking about her name there's a uh didn't she used uh, to smash cans with them too or is yeah, that another busty, uh busty st jones or something yeah. busty larue yeah, yeah. <laughs> chesty larue <laughs> busty st Clair or something yeah um and that was oh yeah no she took a picture today with uh the pope um I was thinking Pamela trying... Anderson. That doesn't sound like she what was... you guys are talking about. Nah, Pamela Anderson was JV in turn. If you know, like the lady I'm, yeah, nah, I'm talking about. We're, uh... talking, we're talking melons. <laughs> <laughs> Real whopper hours. Uh... <laughs> Is that? Are there any other events after that? No, just you know who was legacy. Now that now that we're talking, there he is, one hundred. <laughs> Now that we're talking these people, do you remember when uh, Guinness Book of World Records went on TV and they had that show? Oh, yeah. You know who was like way too famous? That woman who could slightly bulge her eyes out of her head. She oh, was yeah. on everything for like seven years. She, you couldn't get rid of that lady. I used to see that lady in my sleep. Uh, <laughs> she was on the cover of the book. Y'all used to <laughs> oh, yeah. book, book fair. Mm -hmm. Uh mm -hmm. Get to go to the library. They set up the book fair. Going, I was like, man, I'm gonna buy the Guinness Book World Record, like the same book I bought last year. It's like, wow, hadn't been broken, hadn't been broken, hadn't been broke. This is great. And that lady was on the cover of one. She still scares me. Uh, it worst show of all time. Disagree. Yeah, that was good. That was a good watch. It was a good watch. Disagree. Uh, 
long fingernail guy. Yeah, that guy was the worst. Hit that guy. How is it not still going? Guinness feels like it would just be TikTok now, right? Like, how is how's it not just? Or maybe they do. We find that Guinness has 175 million TikTok followers. I feel like the it's um sorry, scoop. Uh, I feel like the bazaar is just so easy to access now. You don't really need a book for it anymore. You know. <laughs> Very Guinness, true. Guinness also. In order to qualify, you got to give them ten grand up front for them to come and like make it official because i remember we i i inquired in setting the uh longest podcast ad read of all time uh many moons ago sure. and we reached out to guinness and they were like yeah that'll be ten thousand dollars uh <laughs> before we even get on the plane so it's uh it's not easy to get in that book That's oh rudman um <laughs> That's absurd hey listen they how do you think they keeping the lights on breaking records don't pay the bills I think we've yeah. foregone the need for Guinness. Then Guinness, get him out of here. They felt they might have blockbuster Netflix themselves. They need to start going or at least hold an event where people come out and show you their junk. Show us the weirdest shit you can do. <laughs> Basic Guinness Book of World Records meets um, was it Pawn Stars or the auction yeah. shows where they're yeah. like this? This is yeah. Uh, my great grandfather fits in my wallet. And they're like, that's not your great grandfather. It's not really him. Yes, it is. Uh, <laughs> Sir, that's a doll. No, it's not. He's alive. Yeah, no, no <laughs> it's a buffalo nickel. Um, so that, I feel like it could work. But now we, uh oh, personal life. Hold on, wait a minute. Can you scroll up? This, I want to see about the 100th comedian. The 2004, yeah, there we go. Rated Gallagher, the 100th best stand up comedian of all time. Gallagher was displeased. With being ranked so low, he told the Oregonian. I looked at the other people and I was trying to find anyone I ever heard of. How could I be behind people I never heard of? I made 13 one-hour shows for Showtime, which are available on videotape. I invented the one-man show on cable. He said, check the tape. He said, run yeah. the all 22s. I Look got at better. Disease, bitch. Um. <laughs> Next, he's going to say he invented carrying around a hammer. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Invented prop comedy. Uh, Sledge O'Matic, such a Rocco's Modern Life ass name for a bit. <laughs> but listen, the first time, if he was the first with the O'Matic, incredible oh, yeah. vision. Personal life. This one might get he, hairy because I know I think he endorsed a certain political candidate. Oh, oh shocking, sorry. surprising. Uh, the Gallagher claimed he lost nearly all of his fortune speculating. <laughs> speculating on the stock market and joked that he was quote-unquote broke. However, his longtime manager disputed this as a bit of a comedic exaggeration. So we all need to be as broke as Leo. But I think the rest what? are just heart attacks. Yeah. The, that's tough. Uh, Can we pull like up that conversational list? The, yeah, the top 100. Yeah, it should be linked at what, 16 right there? Uh, if it's still up. I was going to say all of them canceled. <laughs> Listen, if you do that, Gallagher might be top 10 now. They take it down. Nah. Yeah, not 100 somewhere. Not 100 funny people anymore. Never was. Uh, he's a food waste comic. Gallagher would have been canceled now. <laughs> Here we go. Uh, it's on other lists or other sites. Yeah. This is prior one. 
Yeah, Carlin to yeah. Can we get a hundred? Can we? I, I want to see who. Like, if you're Gallagher, I just want to see what his biggest gripe was. If he's like, man, you got. Come on, this guy ahead of me. Uh, is this the right site? Okay, this is just showing more and more people. It shows every comedian. <laughs> okay, here we go. Oh what? yeah, I see at least like six canceled names. <laughs> and just the uh, here we go. <laughs> Hey, Gallagher. He was like, get her out of here. He's like, he's like I got glasses. <laughs> I could be sad. Uh, now, listen, you talk about in the lane. Hey, Garofalo had a, was in the bag before the, the bag was even a bag. Uh, yeah. Also, Gallagher got it on, got it on. Oh, this always is, did. This next one. Uh oh. Oh, boy. Oh, man. Um, Sandra Bernhardt, 97. Now, uh, this was 04? That's pretty good for 04. Like, he was not, like, he yeah, wasn't even so. close to cooking yet. Yeah, that's was, was almost 20 years ago at this point. So, <laughs> Sandra Bernhardt. Dice. The Dice Man. Okay, this list is vindicated. <laughs> you can't cancel True Funny. Uh, <laughs> the Dice Man. <sighs> David Allen Greer should be higher. Uh, George Wallace, Louis Anderson. RIP. It, it's either going to be canceled or RIP, I feel like, for right. good mm -hmm. for this list. Uh, Jim Brewer. Jim Bre Did Jim Brewer get canceled? Yeah, yeah he's like an uh, anti-vax guy. He's like just a Republican comedian now. I, I saw him open for Metallica before he went crazy. It was like the weirdest open ever. Like, why is Jim Brewer opening for Metallica? Metallica loves Jim Brewer. <laughs> uh Dana Carvey, Kevin James, eighty too skeptical, Mick too high, too low for just stand up. Yeah, he shouldn't be on this. I think he only had like one special by the time this list was published. So this was they were calling he had their six shot movies by the end. Sure, yeah. that's not what the list is. It's not, <laughs> otherwise, Sandman's one. You know hey, what well, I mean? Hey, like this is that's, well, unless that one stand up was just so good. The Kevin James is just he Gale Sayers, man. We don't need to see no was, more. Uh it was I remember watching it. It was solid for sure, but it is more like one man show than pure stand up. You know what I mean? It's like uh have you ever watched John Leguizamo? Yeah. It's more like of his life. he's yeah, he's not like he's acting on stage. He's not doing pure stand up. Just straight stand. I got you. Uh, yeah. I have no desire to see Kevin James do that. Respect with all due respect. Um, <laughs> you, no, thank you. Yes, yeah, so uh, I see. This is an IMDb list of the Comedy Central list because the Comedy Central list was like taken offline or something. So they just okay recreate like in it's the same order. Yeah, uh, I agree. Sweat the small stuff. That was the name of that standup. Was good. Um, but to be eighty two is that what or eighty nine? Eighty nine. Eighty nine. I would say eighty nine. Yeah, one bad. special. It wasn't that's what Gallagher was saying. Gallagher said, I got 13. They own videotape. I have them right here. Uh, Paul, uh, old friend, Paula Poundstone, uh, 88. Brett Butler, 87. I just remember Brett Butler had a show, and I remember thinking, like, it was like Roseanne and Brett Butler and, like, Thea. Like, not a lot of women had shows, so I just remember, I was like, she must have been hilarious Yeah. to even get this far. Um, so Brett Butler, eighty-seven. Out. What do you say? So this big chat's going poundstone, mouse in the house. Hey, <laughs> barbecue chicken alert! Uh, 
She had the little high dribble. She had the little high dribble. Um, it's all good. <laughs> Jay Moore, eighty six. David Cross, Drew Carey. It was like the same picture, like before and after Drew <laughs> Carey and David Cross, like. <laughs> Before I uh, got sober and gave my life to Christ, brother. Um, Norm in the '80s is feels too low. I mean, he just pissed so many people off. <laughs> Him even getting on this list, uh, right, was a testament. Um, how yeah, Howie Mandel directly in front of Norm was a decision. That was a decision. Man, have you ever watched old Howie Mandel stand up? Yeah, he was on, he was freaked out of his mind. He was a, the biggest weirdo you've yeah. ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> then he got into Bobby's world, and that, that was the normal shit. Um, yeah. Oh yeah, I remember Howie. It was I don't know, just weird. St- is the only way I can remember it. I don't remember if it was funny or not. I do remember it was weird. <laughs> so. it, yeah, it was. It was like eighty, very like super eighties mixed with like prop comedy. Like there was a lot going on with Howie Mandel stand up. Now he be pushing the button. Good gig. Uh, <laughs> who's next? Dick Gregory, OG. He should be higher. Uh, Bobby Slayton. Don't know who that maybe. is. I know of him. Um, he should be higher than Dick Gregory, respectfully. Uh, Don Marrera. Very Cedric funny. the Cedric the Entertainer, Paul Reiser. I mean, I'll say this: if we're talking comedian, Cedric's like, listen, I'm the entertainer. I, it's, I could probably be top eighty at all the things I do. Like, this is a, another feather in my giant hat uh, for Ceddy Ceddy Bear. Uh, Paul Reiser. Herrera is also directly responsible for like Bill Burr's kickstart. He was the okay. one who was during that Philadelphia. I can't remember what it was called, but they have like a big festival there. They ran. Herrera went out there and was just getting the shit booed out of him. Like it was just a very drunk Philly crowd. And people were talking over him, yelling and heckling him. And that's when Bill Burke came out after. And he tried to do his set, but it was the same crowd. So he was just like, fuck this. And then went in. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 12 minutes of uh, (laughs) some cancelable language, but. uh... Definitely. Okay, I did not know that was for Don Mar. I also didn't know he was from Philadelphia. So if they were, he's from Philadelphia and they were booing him there, then I can see how that set. Hey, Bill Burr, normally not a prickly pair. So, oh. <laughs> uh, hmm. Peculiar to set him on. Yeah, Cedric, a literal king of comedy. And Paul, yeah, Paul Reiser, Robert Schimmel. No picture. I don't think uh, it counts. No picture yeah, is I tough. Mean, it is top of 100. Is, yeah, I know the yeah, name. He, but yeah. he was photographed. I've seen Schimmel stand. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if, if I pull him up, I know I've seen him. But IMDb said we can't call it. Uh, Eddie Izzard. Mm-hmm. Izzard, yeah. Izzard. Izzard. Paul Rodriguez. Elaine Boozler. Bernie Mac. Should be higher. Uh, <laughs> Red Buttons. <laughs> what a name. Ah! <laughs> I'm trying to picture the person setting this list. They put on Bernie Mac and they're like, nah, I gotta give it the buttons. I gotta give buttons the end. <laughs> I was gonna say, you put red buttons and Bernie Mac in front of each other and just let them go for the top spot. You tell me who went. I'll put my money on Bernie Mac and you uh you tell me how betting on buttons. I was goes. I was watching uh old Bernie Mac stand up the like a week or two ago and he was more like a boxer than a comedian. Like he's 
just antagonizing the crowd through and this was this was like 80s his uh, family his friends yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like, i'm not afraid of you motherfuckers and it's just like tell the jokes then we're not afraid Vicky, of you yeah. we're gonna laugh yeah <laughs> uh no nah, bernie should definitely definitely be higher again if you're t- not even talking the acting stuff but if you're talking just straight comedy bernie should be higher than 72. what year was the original kings of comedy it was probably around this this was a 2004. My guess would be oh, two? 2000. Okay. We'll get, I mean, yeah, when was the Kings of 2000 would be my guess. Yep, 2000. I remember being around the time. It was like, I, I probably wasn't allowed to watch movies with that kind of language, <laughs> but it was an exception because it was Kings. It was the Kings of Comedy. What, what am I supposed to do? Not be seeing the Kings of Comedy? Don't be ridiculous. Um, Red buttons, okay. <laughs> Wanda Sykes, 70. Pat Cooper, 69. David Tell, too low. Don't disagree. Uh, Insomniac was all time. Again, you're talking stand up stuff, but I feel like Insomniac was just his stand up stuff recorded at night. So. Correct. Yeah. Like, I'm surprised if he, if like, he's a guy who, if he was trying to come up now and he was just doing insomniac on Instagram, like, he would have millions of followers, you know. He definitely would, yeah. So, I, yeah, 60s feels too low for him. Kevin Pollack, I don't know if I'm familiar. Uh, You know, I'm an actor, you might not actually. I was going to say he's in movies, so that doesn't happen. First thing they list him as is short and then put his height. That can't be the first thing you tell. If you were top 70 comedian. 70? Come on. Who's funnier? <laughs> Bernie Mac or Kevin Pollock with a gun? It was- <laughs> Kevin 5'5 five, five Pollock. Uh, or Bernie Olajuwon. <laughs> Wait, it says he's balding, too. <laughs> His ex-wife wrote this. Yeah, short, balding, selfish lover, uh, Kevin Pollock <laughs> starred in. <laughs> short, short, dark, compact, balding character yeah. actor. His breath stink too. Uh, huh. Like a defensive tackle. Like that's a, <laughs> Mike Mayock wrote this. He's a character actor. He's acting like a decent human being, uh, <laughs> said the Associated Press. Um, Shelly Berman. Sinbad. Sinbad. I was going to say too high, but we get into the top 60s. This might be right for Sinbad. He's yeah, rightfully right. acknowledged. Rightfully acknowledged. He was a monster. Life. Like like arenas, you know what I mean? Like he was a oh, monster. Yeah. Sinbad, I don't... I feel like he crossed over and I don't know if it was intentional. Like everybody liked Sinbad. Yeah. It wasn't a black or white thing. He was in black shows and movies and stuff, but white people knew and liked Sinbad because he was funny. So... Yeah. Sinbad, rightfully in the top 65. Richard Belzer. Munch from Law and Order. <laughs> the very same. Didn't know he was a comedian, being completely honest. It says, uh, a social misfit was kicked out of every high school he ever attended due to his uncontrollable wit. <laughs> this one was like, you see a, a like an ESPN group article. Like five writers cover something, everybody takes a couple bit. We know who wrote uh, some of these. <sighs> Sinbad's like, hey, Sinbad, you know, he was born in Michigan, man. He, he used to play football. He's a nice guy. Richard Dickhead Belzer. Uh, oh, that's funny. 
used to pee in the bed. Uh, top 64, though. Yeah. Jackie Mason. Uh, again, Jackie Mason and Eddie Griffin, like Red Buttons and Bernie Mac, just two I just want to put just in front of each other and say, like, argue for, argue for your spot. Let's hear it, Mason. Uh, Bobcat go away. Bobcat go away. This rightfully, yeah, top 60-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shaking your head, Mick? No, it's just like he's had a wild career. Like, he's like a top director now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, he's just... Uh, and, and, like, all he did on say, Like, I don't want to say all he did. I want to boil it down. But, like, he just talked uh, like a cat, kind of. I don't even know how to describe <laughs> it. A, a bobcat. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, fire name alert. Bobcat Goldway. Real Once good. I found, I was like, I was like, that's your real name, no gimmicks, like, like Obi Trice, uh, solid. Fox Foxworthy one ahead of Bobcat. That's a again a decision, intentional. But though, I was he director guy in 04? You know what I mean? Was he just starting oh, to get into that lane? Probably, yeah. Like he, I think he yeah. started directing stand up specials and then started doing more after that. Right. Um, Foxworthy, the highest selling comedian of all time, though. I know he didn't set that mark in 04. Uh, he had to steal the original Kings of Comedy first, but he, uh, 60 feels low. I agree. Like, again, for, and especially for at 04, he might have still been, this might have been prime Foxworthy. Right. Hours. So, 60, no, he's, the impact undeniable. Mm-hmm. So, 60 does feel a little low. Gilbert Godfrey. Too low. If you say somebody's name and people start laughing, you got to be top 50. That's just, I think that's just the, even this picture, this picture is also just very funny. I can still hear his voice. Um, the reason he lost the Affleck commercials put some, I don't know, four on this list for me like that. Like he didn't get canceled because he did anything really bad like you know what i mean like he didn't he was out of pocket but it wasn't bad like it was like a week after 9 11 and he did a comedy event in in new york city and that whole crowd was just like i hope no one brings up 9 11 and gilbert Gottfried only brought up 9 11 yeah what was his he said like like he had to find a tough time finding a flight or something like that like something along those lines <laughs> Yeah, people, people were like, uh, and then he was like, I'm just thing about 9 11. <laughs> yeah, he said, Gilbert, do you not know? Uh, <laughs> we people weren't even calling it 9 11 yet. And Gilbert was right. like, Tuesday, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, is that that's why he lost Affleck? That's yes, <laughs> yeah, because I remember when he because he passed like. Two years ago or something like that. RIP Gilbert Gottfried. I was like two months ago. I thought Gilbert Gottfried was a 2022. It might have been now that you mentioned it, actually. It was it was recent for sure. Um, yeah, I think Gilbert was. So I wanted least... to before memorializing him, I wanted to make sure like it wasn't actually that <laughs> right. he was he was cracking on the tsunami in Japan like while it was uh, hitting. Uh, like <laughs> so he's Yeah, that's tough. Uh that's tough. But like the voice, the aristocrats. Also, I feel like the ultimate when other comedians find you like hilarious, mm-hmm. when they find you hilarious, I gotta I gotta put you higher than fifty nine. Uh, 
Jergen, I got some bad news, buddy. Uh, Norm was what eighties? Yeah, eighty two, I think. He was yeah. We've already passed Norm, uh, unfortunately. But who's ahead of Gilbert? Who else we got? Larry, <laughs> Larry Miller, fifty eight. Richard Jenny, fifty seven. Colin Quinn, fifty six. No gripes. Uh, Alan King. D.L. Hugh, he is one like an 0304 was like, man, 54. And he, man, he could really get in the top 50. Now, I, he, he went on, he on some other stuff now. Oh, was he okay? Uh, he was like one of the first, wasn't he one of the first people to like collapse in America from COVID, like on stage? He was one of the first people uh, to get COVID, test positive for it, and say, no, I'm not canceling my show, then do the show and pass out at said show from it. So, uh, yeah, at a top 55, uh, I'm afraid. David Brenner, Damon Wayans. Yeah, somebody was saying, got to have some Dam- uh, some Wayans brother somewhere. Damon, I imagine Keenan Ivory should be here. Yeah, a, a tall, slender uh, drink of chocolate. Who, like, who wrote these? Who wrote these certain <laughs> segments of these? Wait, d- uh, d- Damon Wayans, a tall, 6'2", sly, cue ball domed comedian. <laughs> This is when any article I read now, I think about it. I was like, man, they trying to fuck the Batman. They, they, they trying to fuck the Joker, whoever it is. They trying to do it. Um, but 50, they, he'd probably be slightly higher, but no no major gripes. Uh, I'm with them. Yeah, he's a little too low. Louis Black. Dennis Leary. Uh, coffee flavored Boston, coffee. Boston's, fi- Boston's finest. Uh, Freddie Prinze. Senior. Uh, I have to assume so. Yeah, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Junior's not funny. Uh, <laughs> Forty-eight. Tim out. Yeah, another one. D.L. Hughley tier of. <laughs> Wait a second. His last name's Dick, and he goes Timothy. by Tim Allen. Hmm. Timothy Allen Dick. Wow. He also a snitch. He was, yeah, he was also, uh, he yeah. changed his name not just for Hollywood. He was just trying, <laughs> <laughs> trying to make sure people didn't add two and two together. Yeah. <laughs> Henry Youngman. No picture. Again, no picture. No pick is tough. Wait, this guy was from 1846. There's no way this guy was funny. He may he's either not jokes. He, he's either not funny all at all, or so funny nobody had any idea what was like just so far ahead of his time. So I, it's like seeing Wilt scored a hundred a game back then. You got to put him somewhere on these lists, you know. Uh, <laughs> He was in Slippery Slim, so, yeah, I guess. Yeah, he was <laughs> pulled his thumb off his hand for the first time, and they were like, this motherfucker is hilarious, dog. Um, Sandler, 46. Even for 04, this feels a little low. Feels a little low for the Sandman. Like, I know, like, the Netflix, the directing, all that stuff, I feel like it's coming after this. This was peak oh, of his powers, feels like. Yeah, so 46 feels low. Richard Lewis, 45. I had a Sandman? Okay. Uh, Lewis is dominant. I don't hate that. I know him for his uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm work, which I do <laughs> appreciate, but I haven't seen his stand-ups to say, so I can't call it. Uh, Joan Rivers, 44. Dave Chappelle, 43. 
this I just I don't know how, how many stand-ups did he have out at that time. Like it was clearly a great he'd been doing stand-up for 20 years at this point, but how many like yeah, right, you know, big <laughs> yeah. stand so if he's on he, here, I would say even then this feels a little low. He had yeah, killing him softly was what 2000, 99, 2000. That sounds right. And then he had, I know he had a Comedy Central half or uh, HBO half hour mm. by then. And I'm trying to think when the Showtime one came out. I think that was 04. So it may have been after this was compiled. So I'm trying to see if I can get the Chappelle. What one was that called? Uh, which one? The second, like, hour when he's yes. got the Taleb Kweli hat on. <laughs> Listen, he wore that hat a lot, man. You got to be uh... <laughs> not on stage, though. Not on okay. stage. Okay, Killing Him Softly was two thousand. Uh, what it's um, worth? HBO. Okay, HBO Comedy Half Hour was ninety eight. Okay, so that was first. That was that which led to Killing Him Softly two thousand. For what it's worth, was two thousand four Showtime. And then right. the thirteen year gap. So this it either just came or no, it was O three or four. They probably hadn't I don't know if that one had been right. on there yet. So okay. Makes more sense. Um do we get the Mencia yet? Are, are we in the top five, Chris? Can you be patient? Oh my god. Like, relax. We're waiting uh, for Dane Cook. That's who I'm waiting for. I'm sure he's hot. <laughs> he definitely I, will be. I don't know if he will be. I think he came right after the, like his his. Oh no, true. Yeah, I think he he's honorable like mention five. for this. <laughs> Up and comer. Yeah. <laughs> Let me see. Forty. Was it two? Four, no. Listen, forty-two. Flip Wilson. Flip Wilson too low, man. I remember watching old Flip Wilson. With my mom he had like a like legit variety show hour back in the I don't know sixties seventies and like back when it, to get a show you had to do everything. You had to be right. funny and dance and sing and like all that. And that was Flip Wilson. Um, I, I, I think he specifically is who inspired. Could he like tap dance? I think, I'm telling you, he could do it all. Like, so probably well, so. I, yeah. I know that like there was an old black comedian who specifically inspired Conan to start tap dancing at a young age because he thought like he, it was a requirement, like a prerequisite it, to being an entertainer. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if it was Flip Wilson. Uh, so that. 42 fair John Stewart 41 okay um again I don't I've never seen a John Stewart stand up no so but this yeah, this feels about right I imagine yeah, <laughs> you probably you probably had to be like really funny to get on the daily show right like what he did back then like it. It, it was like a prestigious i butchered that word prestigious oh, <laughs> whatever prestigious, it yeah, you had it. um but yeah it was probably like a hard thing to get so he had to be good yeah so top 41 that's probably fair 40 mort saul sale mm -hmm. uh billy crystal billy marr oh boy Jesus. Uh, also in the made some decisions since then tier. Uh, oh, he was kind of the same then. He's <laughs> louder now, uh tier. <laughs> About the same decisions then tier. <laughs> That's probably accurate. Martin 37, Martin too low. Especially for 04. Yeah, for oh Martin too low. Even again, if you're going off the stand-ups before you get to like the show, the movie, all that. Martin Tulo at 37. 
who else? Red buttons again. Uh, <laughs> Jim, Jim Carrey can't crack the top 35. He got beat up by Phyllis Diller. Well, obviously. I mean, she got it on. <laughs> what, what, what do you want me to do? Uh, the long cigarette was such a look. Such a look. I don't know why they're short cigarettes. I don't know why. Or, or there are ones that aren't in cigarette holders. Like, if you go in all right. in and break out the cigarette holder, gloves, case. Um, feels too low for Jim. Probably too low for Phyllis again. Definitely in her era. Like, to even get on, she had to be fucking killing him. So... But yeah, Jim, even for 04, it feels a little low for Jim. Uh, 90s Jim Carrey mm-hmm. is like maybe the funniest person who ever exists. Like there, he was seeing the ball so well. I was <laughs> so gonna say, well. I, I don't know if he's the funniest person, but did feel like a went on one of the hotter streaks I've ever seen. Just in terms of like whatever this guy's touching is turning to solid gold. I feel like like people had those runs for a while, mm-hmm. and yeah. Dumb and Dumber and The Mask and Ace Ventura. Yeah, both. All nine <laughs> Ace Venturas. Uh, and then he started getting serious and he's like, oh, wow. he's really good at that too. So yeah, I, I know this is only stand-up, but this still feels a little low for, for Jimbo. I, I was So The Grinch is my daughter's favorite anything. Um, and mine too, honestly. Jim Carrey deserves as much respect for what he did with that role as Heath Ledger gets for the Joker. Like, I'm not even joke. Like, they are the exact same level of commitment to the bit. You had to tap into something somewhere. And he, yeah, I, I don't disagree with that take. Apparently he was like a huge asshole when he was the Grinch. Like, to the people on set, just yeah. like, treated him terribly. <laughs> He's he was getting the into character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was the Grinch. Jim's a good guy. Yeah, Jim bought the whole set uh Ferraris. Grinch <laughs> slashed all the tires. So it also took like 12 hours to get into that makeup. Like they so I can imagine he was probably pretty uh, upset uh, by the time it was on. Uh, okay. Jim Phyllis 35. Uh, Buddy Hackett. Andy looks Kaufman. Funny. What do you say, Coach? <laughs> Buddy Hackett looks funny. <laughs> looks hilarious. Uh, <laughs> again, anybody, if I could just see you or just look at you and start laughing, I can't drop you, but so low. Is, um, is Andy Kaufman the one that people think faked, faked his death? Is that a thing? That's him. They, like, they didn't know what was real with Andy Kaufman or like they couldn't discern anything. Um, he's Felder. Yeah. He's yeah Felder. I, like in terms of do something, it's like, wait, is he, did he really burn down that building? Um, then it was like, no, Andy Kaufman's dead. And they were like, ha ha ha. Yeah, right. Uh, he would just go no. up on stage and like sloppily eat a, like a giant sundae, like an ice cream sundae. Like he would, he would get it with like every topping they had. And he would not speak. He would just eat the Sunday in like a maniacal but somewhat normal way. And people were like, I guess this is art. Like, I, like people didn't know what to do with Andy Kaufman. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so when Kaufman was WWF champion, he was one, he had, did like a lot of wild everything. Hmm. So, and all, Carrie did 
Yeah, it was Jim Carrey did the Andy Kaufman. He got tapped into that too. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kaufman might be too low, like for just the influence he had at his time and when he went out, he might be too low. Above him, Albert Brooks, thirty-two. Albert Brooks still cook fastball, still painting the corners. George Burns. 31. George Burns feels like one. If he's on here, I thought he'd be like top 10. Like, just, yeah. that's what I th- thought. But Comedy Central disagree. Fine with it. Ba, 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 bum. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> that alone. <laughs> Come on. Uh, look at those specs. Uh, Gary Shandling. Why does it look like he's running for governor in this picture? <laughs> it does look like he's fielding like some controversy. I did not misappropriate those funds. Um, Milton I mean, Burl. You're talking about influential with Shanling too. Like he pioneered an entire genre of tell. Like he changed sitcoms forever with Larry Sanders. It was like the single cams, or was it like no laugh track? No More laugh style? track. And basically, The Office, Parks and Rec, all those shows eat off of what Shanling did with the Larry Sanders show. Gotcha. That okay, mockumentary time, yeah. style, like right. pretending it's real, camera crew around actual people, no laugh track, none of that. Like, yeah, he was, he was that yeah. influential. And I know at the time people were like, "What do you? How will they know when to laugh? <laughs> you have to tell them when to laugh. What do you mean you're gonna look at the camera?" Uh, so okay, thirty. That's, I mean, maybe too low then, but yeah, thirty feels fair. Milton Berle, um, sure. <laughs> Jack Benny. Uh, you a big Benny fan, McMahon? Uh, Milton Burl's just only really known for having like the biggest cock in the world. like <laughs> And being an asshole to everybody. Those are two things I know about. Just pull it out at any minute. And I'll, I remember it was, um, what is his name? Super Dave Einstein. Can't think of it. Yeah, Dave? Bob. Bob Einstein, Bob Einstein. And his documentary on HBO, I think, which is a really good documentary, he was talking about how Milton Berle and uh, some other old comedian showed up to his father's funeral and did their, like, stand-up bits. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, they showed up and not, he was like, to the T, to the ad-libs, all that, because I had heard it all before. And that's when I was like, I don't want anything to do with this fucking business. And he was just done with it for like 40 years <laughs> before he came back to it. So that yeah, I guess those are the three things I remember. I know about Milton Burrow. Um, who, Leno, 27, too low, Scoop said. Too low. <laughs> What's in the news? What's in the news? <laughs> you hear about this? You guys see this? Uh, Ray Romano, or particularly Brown Ray Romano. Who is this? Paisano, <laughs> uh, Capo Regime, uh, Ray Romano checks in at twenty six. Bob Hope twenty five. Another guy like if he was going to be here, I thought he'd be fourth or something. But another guy people did not like. <laughs> Hope, yeah, like working with him, like he was oh, oh. just like very crotchety. <laughs> nah, that can't be. He was funny on stage. That can't be so. Um, Red Fox 24 I want to say too low but we're getting to the nitty gritty now so top 25 is respectable Stephen Wright 
I put Red Fox over Stephen Wright, respectfully. Um, I don't hate it, but Stephen Wright is the realest of deals. I was gonna say, like, I'm, I say that not like Stephen Wright should be. I'm not overly familiar with his work, but I'm from. I know of him, so I'm not he, saying he should be way down there. But Stephen Wright's like the original deadpan guy, um, like just one liner after one liner, no emotion, and just like the most insane thoughts you've ever heard. I will say, got it on. Yeah. For, for say, some people didn't get a picture. Some people got the best picture they've ever taken in their life. There's <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no consistency. Um, Robert Klein, 22. Dennis Miller. <laughs> Monday Night Football's own. <laughs> Dennis Miller, 21. I'm trying to... What comedian, if it could just fit in on Monday Night Football? Like, I see what they were going for an audience with the Dennis Miller. Like, they're like Norm could have did it, but he would just burn it down every single week. But like, oh, yeah, like so who could have? You so know, like he, Bill Burr. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this scoops at Bill Burr. Burr, Burr could be. Yeah, uh, he's right level be, of anger. Um, <laughs> I do think it would have to be like a modern comedian because i do feel like there's more crossover with sports like i'm thinking like tom segura could do it i think just because he's like knowledgeable but he's not like a dictionary like the only other (laughs) the only other person who reads the dictionary as much as dennis miller is Kyrie. apparently like that's that's the only two people who are just constantly uh uh, uh, born in pittsburgh knows the oxford um And made it to Monday Night Football. I just remember, like, as a kid, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what's going on. I don't. I don't he's here, but I'm not sure why. Uh, oh, apparently Bill Burr was on the Manning cast, and he was really good. So yeah, I can see that. Yeah, that yeah, Burr's a good call. I can see that. We're in the top twenty now. Sammy Kennison, twenty. Bill Hicks, nineteen. Jonathan Winters, 18. Funny to look at. <laughs> Don Rickles, funnier to look at. Vice hey, <laughs> <that's> higher. <laughs> uh, the only thing I... Rick, or excuse me, Rick, Bill Hicks is the one I think I just thought, like, influence. This, this is probably where, again, we're top 20, so it's high. This probably feels fair. And, yeah, yeah, Rickles me? was just that guy for 90 years, apparently, so mm-hmm. they got to get him something. Uh, Hicks died relatively young, right? Like forties, maybe late thirties. I thought it was thirty. Yeah, like yeah. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if it's like, but yeah, I, in, insane influence. And who who was twenty? Because that was another influence. Kennison. Uh, yeah. Kennison definitely one I remember yelling, but it was actually funny. Like now, like yelling before yelling just became a thing. So well, he was like, he took like a heavy metal approach to stand up. He was like, right. I'm not a stand up comedian. Like, and that's I think Dice came out of Kennison. You know what I mean? Like them Probably. them two kind like that, but few were ever as like successful as Kennison. It was just such a short run. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's and then bad guy after that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what winners is? No, 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 Kennison. No. Uh, oh, oh, uh, I got you. Uh, now they're gonna say, uh, 16, Ellen DeGeneres. 
I didn't know she did stand up. <laughs> yeah, uh, she points every single person in the crowd, makes them feel terrible before they leave in tears. That's the that's the routine. That's the routine. It's great. Uh, she was massive. That's she was enormous. Massive. <laughs> enormous. Like they gave her was it an NBC show, and yep. she was like sitcom first, show. Yeah, yeah, and she was like the first. Like I think she came out on TV. Like on I'm that, pretty yep. sure. I remember that was the I mean, it was on magazines like everything that is like oh she's coming out and on the show oh my gosh you know she mustn't say those things um, so like impact I was gonna say influence but impact was colossal so she yeah she had to be somewhere her stand up was strong it wasn't I don't know it was fifteen or sixteen but it was strong like it wasn't weak stand up now obviously now. 18 years later, we're like, man, that person stinks. Uh, <laughs> but in 04, that was not the not how people felt at all. In 04, that was the point. Uh, <laughs> please stink. <laughs> um, so she's 16. Letterman, 15. Bob Newhart, 14. Robin Williams. 13, Robin Williams outside the top 10? I thought for sure he'd be top 10. Robin, we'll, we'll take a break after we go through it, but Robin Williams couldn't crack the top 10? Sheesh. Uh, did you guys ever uh, see the one movie he did, World Greatest Dad? No. I don't think so. Oh, oh man. So, like, that movie, it's about, like, his... He's, like, the father of the year, and his, his son dies, like... He, like, he was, like... He was like, um, he was mass- real laugher. He was masturbating. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like a, it's like a dark comedy, you know. So like, his son dies masturbating, and Robin Williams like stages his death to make it look like a suicide, and that's what the movie is about. But I was really young when my mom rented it. She just saw Robin Williams and thought, "Oh, it's Robin <laughs> Williams. Like it's a kid. He's probably a clown or an old man or a doctor." Uh, and the scene starts in a very not kids movie way and my mom was like <laughs> oh my god she was like freaking out your mom wrote this list robin Williams will not be inside my top 10 list where that was a that was a goldwaith uh directoral <laughs> directorial movie according to chat what movie what movie was uh, world's greatest dad yeah world's greatest I'll, I'll, I'll pull it up let's just pull it up let's just pull it up you get two top 100 guys in the same room. Yeah, you're gonna create some some magic. You must. Um, the autoerotic asphyxiated comedy. This right. is, is the genre. Right um, two, oh, so 2009. So this was mm-hmm. after this list. Uh, right there. <laughs> never directed and written by old Bobby. Oh wow! Produced by the guy who made Donnie Darko. Small world. Jesus Christ! Doesn't seem like the old coaching movie staffer. of all time. Seeing coaching staff for uh, Bama in 2016. I've never, I've never heard of this movie. Oh, you talking it, about a flopper at the box? I was like, Good budget Lord. ten million. I thought I read that wrong. I said, "There's no way it did 295 million." Um, budget ten million, box office two hundred ninety-five thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars. Scoob, you and Mom was like, uh. Uh, Twelve fifty of that. She rented it from Blockbuster, so they didn't even see this. <laughs> Not even. Uh, <laughs> sheesh. Okay. Uh, Robin Williams, what, 13, 12? Uh, 13. 13. Yeah. 
I was going to say, do we just hop outside the top 10? Leave that for after the break? Mm, a little tease? Mm-hmm. McMahon, I like the way you're thinking. I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, let's take a quick fiver. Let's take a quick fiver. Uh, thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can chat. We'll finish going through this list. Get to whatever we get to. It's Friday. You know what I mean? So, thumbs up on the tube. Subscribe. Five minute break. We'll catch you afterwards. Welcome back. Happy Friday. Hour two. I'm here. Scoob here. Scoob's here. McMahon is here. Thanks for the thumbs ups. Thanks for subscribing on the YouTube. And of course, we're back to the 100 greatest comedians of all time list. What else are we doing on a Friday? What are you doing? Uh, 12 is where we left off. It was love. Jer- Jerome Seinfeld. Um, well, hit. He- He's 12, Johnny Carson's 11. If these two guys are outside the top 10, like Johnny Carson was like the, he was the first late night guy or the first big one, first superstar, maybe I should say. Yeah, uh, there was someone before him. I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but there was someone. It's like Jack like Benny this. or somebody like uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. Carson, there was even another guy who. Carson Daly? Carson Wentz. <laughs> yeah, Carson Daly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, came from the same lineage. Um, but yeah, if, if Seinfeld and Carson are outside the top ten, Amherst said he owes Larry David half his money. That's a trade they probably both take, I'm sure. They owe each I think other. He, I think uh, he did that. I, I, I was gonna say, I think, <laughs> I think that's exactly how it happened. Um, I mean, Jerry Seinfeld's got a whole show that opens up with him doing stand up, so he's got to be top ten just off that alone. Oh yeah, for him getting the show, right. He feels like the first of the guys who I know Coley and I have talked about it before. You, you would just put on a shirt and tie and just uh just stand up and say, here you here's a show. Um Well that's so, why that's why the eighties was like the dead ball era for stand up comedy because <laughs> once those shows started happening, everyone was like, Oh, I'm gonna go be a, like every funniest guy in someone's office was like, right. Oh, I'll go get a TV show. So 80s stand-up comedy is so horrible because everyone just flooded the market. Um, but so yeah, that, that should push him down this list, man. If everybody see you I think they can do that, push him down. But to be able to do, like scoop, did have you watched Seinfeld? Like, does it hit for you at all? Oh, I love Seinfeld. I've got the I've got a box set somewhere in my room right now. Oh, oh, Scoob's a uh, big failed here. Yeah. I I don't think I've ever finished it all the way through, just with the way my brain works. Like, somewhere halfway through, I start something else. (laughs) But it always hits. It's a great show. Kramer's just a classic classic character. He's a classic character. Uh, (laughs) it's, It's fine. If it's on, I just, I prefer Curb. But Seinfeld's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. You're not a failed guy, Coley? No, I am. It's um, yeah. I haven't really watched it since the incident. Uh, <laughs> is that terrible Michael Richards at the <laughs> Laugh Factory? <laughs> yeah, it was uh, tough. Um, but this was like I had all the DVDs too, and it used to just be like I'd throw it. Like dorm room days, I would just throw in a disc and auto play a disc going to sleep most nights. Like I did that with that Family Guy and The Simpsons. That's those are like the only three shows I had. It used to be like working at a shoe store, have 
two channels, but when Seinfeld was on, it's very elite background show music or background noise. So, yeah, and again, we both these guys are outside the top ten, so we got some heavy hitters. Who's number ten? Um, oh, there we go. Eddie Murphy, <laughs> too low, <clears throat> especially when you see nine. Too low. Eddie Murphy, number 10. Oh, they used an uh, old picture for Roseanne. This, that's when she was running for uh, the uh, was the conservative party. PTA. Yeah. PTA uh, office. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Eddie Murphy, 10, is just simply too low. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I feel like he was probably before the dead ball in the live ball era when it was maybe harder than ever. Mm-hmm. He became a star on the show where you became a star, like that, and like a mega star, like a Beverly Hills Cop one, two, and three type star, and even like Delirious and Raw. If you just t- like those alone are both all timers. So ten, it's a little low for this man. And not Crazy everyone, low. not everyone could be the nutty professor. Like it takes a certain kind of man. Also, or the Nutty Professor too. Um, that whole genre of just playing yourself and making it work—that mm-hmm. was him. The whole doing probably more movies than you should. Um, he was one of the first. Also, him first. Yeah, like okay. I, the, one of the first guys I remember, like who's like a big star, and everyone's like, "Wow, he shouldn't have did this movie." Was Pluto Nash. I like yeah. I, I like Pluto Nash though, if I recall. Listen, Listen Norbit. Uh, he's Dave. got some ones that, that weren't. <laughs> which one? Isn't it called? Isn't it just called Dave? Doesn't he have a movie or Meet Dave? Something like it's that. Meet Dave. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Uh, he went on a run. But here's the thing: if he did this, it would just all these movies would just go to Netflix, and nobody would care. Right. He would get the same money. All these movies would just go to Netflix. Nobody it wouldn't be like, oh man, he put out another stinker. Nobody would care. So he was capitalizing at a time like he was like, I don't know if they're gonna offer me these movies again, man. He also had some he ran into some trouble in the I think mid maybe late nineties. Hmm. So ten is still feels too low. And he's a donkey from Shrek, <clears throat> so that's like he'll collect right. checks off that for the rest of his life, right? Oh, I'm sure. Uh, Roseanne Barr. Oh, someone who again probably, if we're talking about only the com- the comedy, probably should be around here. But Eddie Murphy should be higher than probably a couple more of these people. Uh, Doctor Doolittle, forgot Boomerang. Oh yeah, that was when Eddie was acting serious. Man, don't don't he life? Come on. Right. <laughs> No, no number eight. There was no number eight. Uh, D- Dusty Baker did not get a text from number eight for recently. for oh four. Uh, that still feels low. That's all I'll say on the matter. For Cosby, for talking the comedian eight, yeah, because Dangerfield seven. Oh, Steve Martin six. I've got a Dangerfield story. Oh man! So uh, one, one one of our community members, Tisket, uh, he does stand up comedy, 
And he was at an open mic the other day, and one of the guys went up there and did word for word a Rodney Dangerfield uh, set. And the people had to pull him aside after and be like, bro, you can't fucking do that here. <laughs> he didn't think they'd know. He didn't think they'd know. It was the one, uh, it was the one about um, take my wife. No, seriously, take her. <laughs> like, it was that one. <laughs> it was a good bit. Uh. <laughs> Rodney Seven, Steve Martin's the one, and I like Steve Martin a lot. Six over Eddie July? Murphy, oh, over Rodney Dangerfield and Eddie Murphy. Like I maybe over I, Rodney. I don't say I might would flip, like put Steve at the bottom, then Eddie and Rodney in some order. Him over those two guys feels strange, but he's in this mix. Because Steve Martin is, I do like Steve Martin. Is Eddie? I mean, yeah. um, Steve Martin. He the guy that put the arrows on his head. That was his bit. Yes. That's cool. One of them. Cool. <laughs> Seymour had the jerk, man. He, he was doing cinema uh, before cinema was cinema. That's why I, was, I, I like him, but six? It feels low, genuinely, for how big he was. And I know he's been boiled down and reduced to the arrow in the head guy. So that I was definitely say that, doesn't matter. <laughs> that was a tough reduction by school. <laughs> that was, yeah. That was tough. Um, I mean, he's he's gonna hit show on now, like right now. He's still gonna hit comedy show on, like he's still doing it. And him and uh oh, he wasn't on this list at all. Martin Short wasn't on this, li- and I know he's not in the not top yet. five. Not yet. <laughs> hey, there's um, no chance they put him in the top five. Martin, that's just that makes me upset. Martin Short's what? as funny of a human being as has ever existed. There's also one name, and I'm waiting. I don't think they'll be here, but I'm waiting to see. Um, so Dangerfield seven, Steve Martin six. Oh, Chris Rock, boy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Chris, Chris Rock should not be ahead of Eddie Murphy. He should not be ahead of Rodney Dangerfield, Steve Martin. And again, I he's. I'm trying not to let recency bias <laughs> cloud my judgment. Slap, because <laughs> Chris Rock did have a hell of a run. Like, oh yeah, the HBO show. The movie, even if they weren't good, they were, or big budgeted, they were funny. And he does have a number of stand ups. The television show might be the best shit he's done. Um, five, top five, though, I don't know. And I, I just, I, I can't in good faith put you over Eddie Murphy. I feel like whatever you did, Eddie Murphy did it first. And not a bad thing, but just I would have Eddie flip there yeah i don't i don't even think chris rock would put himself over eddie um not a chance chris rock was especially in 04 like what was bigger blacker what was the name of that uh stand up was it just bigger and blacker I think bigger and blacker yeah yeah so that was probably 99 or 01 somewhere in that range like he was as big as it gets and like he that's that's where it feels like he was still on the come up a little bit, at least in people's minds. Like he was already so big and still going up. Right. Martin, like that's where if this list comes out in two thousand, is Martin Lawrence like in the top ten? Well, that's you know this, what I mean. Just this is Shaq in '96 when they do the top fifty. Luca, now it's like, hey, should that guy? He's just. It seems like it's only going this way. And what's great, like I feel like now you probably just like Chappelle was what forty three. 
Chris Rock would be higher than them. I was like, I thought you could push your pedal here and then put Chris Rock down there somewhere. But this does feel like a. No, nah, yeah, what I'm saying. He's higher than 43, but Chappelle higher than 43. So, yeah, it was. I feel like they're like the the rockets going up. We're planning on it only continuing to go, and it did for some time after 04. So, but oh, top five, I, I can't bridge too I, far. I think I if if we were re ranking it now, I think he'd still be in the top ten to me. So I'm not too upset about. Like I'd have him over Dangerfield for sure. Chris Rock got respect, not not from one person in particular. That's but. not even that's not even danger. That's not even a Dangerfield original. He took that from someone. That's where it's it's like, Chris Rock. Uh, <laughs> no. it's, uh, Head of State is one of my uncle's favorite movies. Whenever that's Head on TV, is, oh, watches the whole thing. I am your uncle. It's me. I watch the entire thing whenever I see it. So, oh, so you don't know Nato Jones, but you're asking me if I know Nato. Okay. Okay. Listen, hey, the Bernie need to be six. Uh, <laughs> Nate Dog need to be seven. Um, Nate Dog did carry that movie. <laughs> that song goes so crazy. Uh, <laughs> you like that car? I got it for a steal. Uh, <laughs> Chris Rock five. Woody Allen four. And no world. P U. Um, I guess I don't think I've ever seen like for a good bit of these. I've seen something. I don't think I've ever seen a Woody Allen anything, and I'm I can't see that changing any time in my life. No, so, now's certainly not the time to yeah, buy that, Woody Allen stuff. <laughs> yeah, let, let me see what he's about. Um, okay, the person I thought was going to be here since they're not going to be in the top three, Lucille Ball. Hmm. I was like, how did yeah. Lucille how did Lucille Ball get that big in the 50s, 60s, maybe fifties, and not be in the top one hundred? Um, no Mitch Hedberg either. I thought he'd be here, unless if he's one. Oh, Hedberg, he'd be one. Nah, he, <laughs> I've got some bad news. Um, now Lenny Bruce, number three. He's one. I, I from the impact at the time, I guess, but three. I know you've been saying bad words and whatnot, but uh, yeah, I'm a, right. I'm, it, I'm of the belief that people that are that old, um, probably not that funny. Like if I went back in time, I'd probably be heckling him. <laughs> well, I don't, how many years was it between Lenny Bruce was born in nineteen? What to say? Twenty five. Twenty five. What year was yeah. George Carlin born in? Um, his doesn't even have his birthday. Um, he didn't even have one. Uh, <laughs> Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Thirty seven. Okay, I was gonna say. I, well, I was gonna say around that time, and George Carlin's funny as fuck. Correct. True. True. Bruce, I just can't. Well, I can't call. He's another one. I don't think I've. Like I, I understand, I think like the influence and impact, but George Carlin's got three, a, co- a color picture. That's the difference for me. He's in color. <laughs> got it on too. Uh, <laughs> the Letty Bruce, like I think he deserves to be in the top ten for what he accomplished. Probably like uh, forever. Yeah. But yeah. I don't higher than ten feels like he was a big. I remember me and my father used to get into debates about. I used to be like comedians are funnier now, and he hated that take. Um, I was like back then they they wouldn't laugh; they would applaud jokes back then. That's how I knew they weren't that funny. Like uh, laughter is an involuntary. <laughs> yes, well done. Thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they used to applaud Lenny Bruce. I'm not saying he wasn't funny, but right. when most of your jokes are getting applied, I mean, you see it now. The stand-up comedians now have gone to like let me get applause over over a laugh because it's easier to write. It's a lot easier to write. 
Um, but I, like going to jail for free, like true free speech, not not modern day free speech, real life free speech. Going to prison for it, like Lenny Bruce did, that puts me in that puts him in the top ten for me. Yeah, again, fine with ten, three. And it's not like a in the last twenty years the those new Lenny Bruce tapes that dropped uh, push him down. But yeah, he top ten for the influence impact like forever. But three, I uh, um, <laughs> Bob Cousy, uh, <laughs> and then two uh, two and one feel fine and. Whatever, like I'm fine with this order, but I don't, I don't have any gripe with the order. George Carlin number two, and Richard Pryor number one. I think that's easy. No gripes. Yeah, no, no, uh, no Hedberg number one. I'm afraid. (laughs) (laughs) uh, I was just waiting for it. I wasn't sure. Wasn't sure. I, I think I'd prop. I'd go Pryor number one just in the. I feel like every comedian around was like, he was always the funniest. Like, not a guy that made us laugh. He was the single funniest. Like, Carlin made you, like, think and laugh with it. Pryor did that, too, but he was like, I'm just going to make you laugh, like, at anything. At me, at you, at America, at what we're seeing, at things I'm learning, at all this. So I'm fine with Pryor 1. Carlin too, but the longevity for Carlin, I think that would be his case because he was still putting out heat until like month, months, a couple months before he passed, and you know health reasons didn't allow prior to do that. But Carlin's the longevity, Shining Time Station, like uh, prior could never, uh, probably legally never. Um, a lot of people would like try to copy richard Pryor too like just everyone would try i feel like everybody tried to copy them if you were a black comedian you tried to copy Pryor. if you were white you tried to copy carlin in some way Mm. probably whether you knew it or not so these are the two standards um and i'm maybe i'm over did they ever do anything together Calling yeah. like any uh, like yeah. they had to do some type of old movie or roast yeah, or something do, like. Did they do a couple movies? I think did they? Okay, I was like, I'm sure they had to. Like people just worked together then. It was a better time. Um, tonight, show. I'm mostly unless I'm thinking of another white comedian from that era. I'm pretty sure they did. I was like, because I know it was a uh, prior and oh man, Gene. Uh, who buddy with the oh, Hackman? That's what I'm, th- I'm thinking of. Gene I was, Hackman, I was saying, yeah. yeah, is that who you think? Yeah, Hackman. No, oh, no, Gene Wilder. Excuse me. Gene Wilder. Wilder. Gene Wilder. Wilder. Um, yeah, Wilder should have been on here. You're right. Yeah, was, yeah, he Wilder. also went on here. Um, what is it? <laughs> they appeared together in a classic. What did that say, Scoop? That top link on the previous page. Oh. oh um, um, uh, that one, what, what does it say? They, tonight's show clip. Okay. So they so they did an episode. They never did a film. Okay. So yeah. they. That's kind of crazy. That's. Yeah. So Carson getting them together really was like. Huh. Rare shit at the time. That's probably something I may have to watch that at some point. Uh, Carlin might just not with have, the rarity. Um, he might not have done like acting, acting until he was older. That might be yeah, why. True. Um, true. But yeah, Wilder was as as Brian Kelly said. That was <laughs> Pryor's white. Yeah. <laughs> Pryor and Hackman. Uh, not, not Hackman. My apologies. Different gene. Um. Wilder was funny as shit. I don't think he ever did 
stand-up though so that's why i'm not mm. too pressed about him being on this list he may have yeah. done like stage acting plays and what have you but i don't think he ever did stand up yeah um, someone said no patrice on here if you think comedy central was putting patrice o'neill on a list you don't was... know about comedy central and patrice o'neill <laughs> yeah especially then so right. it was yeah that was not gonna happen Three six nine says no Steve Harvey, which I thought sounded kind of strange, but the other three kings of comedy are on here, <laughs> <laughs> and he's not. And since then, he's clearly had the biggest ascent, which is wild. Yeah, uh, yeah it's saying wild. He's not a stand-up, so that that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, no Harvey anywhere. Yeah, who are they? Another snubs? I know we've like Patrice. We've said. The name that just popped in my head, Brian Regan. <laughs> oh, Brian Regan's so goddamn funny. I love Brian Regan. Is he funnier than Gallagher? Because that's the listen. That's the line. If you're fun, you can't come in the club if you're funnier than Gallagher. That's literally the line. The Gallagher line. I think so. Um, I haven't watched the eleven tapes. I need to go back and grind <laughs> those in honor of Gallagher, but. He's got them available. I think it's 13, he said, Reed. right? I think it was the yeah. yeah, excuse me. Uh, yeah, Regan, Regan's a guy, too, who it's like audiences or audiences don't think he's as funny as other comedians do, but he still gets mm. a big audience. So, like, right. Regan... He works clean. I don't know how much him? material he had no for. Huh? Is that him? Works clean? Yes. Okay. Um, yeah, Regan... Cheech and Chong... Gavigan, Chief and Chicha Chong. Yeah, Cat Williams for 0304. Cat Williams should be on here. No, um, Chad said his stuff was in 06. Yeah. That's when it started? Yeah. Yeah. His first wow. he, was around, he was around in 04, yeah. but not on Comedy Central. Okay. Like, I yeah, feel like true. Cat no, Williams got that's huge. Fair. Cat Williams is like true shit star. Shone brightest when Netflix became a thing. Like that's when people yeah. really got into cat. That like, next Friday, whenever that was. So okay, now that that, was, that makes I was like, sense. the music video guy. He's, <laughs> <laughs> hey, and he's funny. Um, okay, that's fair. Uh, people saying Aziz, Reagan, ten years old when this list came out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I guess people that would be on there now, like they updated who. Who's in? Mm-hmm. Dane, I did think Dane Cook would be so, but I guess his reign, or we talked about that, his run hadn't really started yet. Similar to Cat. Yeah. Did their run start like around the same time, probably? Like 06? Yeah. 08-ish? Yeah. Yeah, Dane Cook. Dane Cook got, what happened was Dane Cook got big. It was probably 04, 05, 06, that run, because then it came out, he was stealing jokes from Louie, and that's when Louie got mm. big in 07. So okay. it, that lines up in my mind. I probably tried. Uh, yeah, Dan Cook's Vicious Circle was 2006, so two years after. Yeah, there was. we go. Okay. People saying Tosh now. Um, Schumer. Bo Burnham. Ch- chat's asking for an updated list. I wouldn't know any of the names on an updated list. I was going to say, listen, <laughs> I, I watch the same four people I like on this list all the time, so I mm-hmm. I couldn't tell you for for new people. Uh no men, yeah, no Mencia. No key, no peel. Um <laughs> Yeah, Joe no Tommy Davidson. I thought he I just feel like he came from an era. I thought like Keenan Ivory Wayans, 
I thought that was an era like you had to start at stand, even if it's like I want to be a writer. It's like well, you got to do stand up first. So yeah, Dan Cook's brother stole all of his money. Yep. Yeah. Went to jail. Did for he really? It. Yeah, he went to jail for it. Man, that's didn't get away with it. That's tough. Uh, nah. Silverman, Joe Coy. Yeah, it'd be three names on an updated list. Yeah, the the old hits, the old people didn't get unfunny. Mm-hmm. We have some shuffling, but Brian no Carlin's still one and two. Yeah, <laughs> no Donham. <laughs> no. Yes, yeah, no, no, uh, no Venters on here. I'll I'll never get over Dunham when when he did the the slideshow that said top five or top reasons to change your comedy, and none of them were like the bits are racist or the bits are like <laughs> too too canceled now. Wasn't one of those. Wasn't one of them. Nah, listen, that's double down on it. <laughs> David Spade. He might be a snob. I don't Farley. With that. I, somebody said Farley early. I just did the stand up part, and I yeah. Spade's interesting. Yeah. yeah, Red Fox was. He was in the twenties. He was too low, but Red was on here. Um, Ron White. Ron White is funny as hell. Yeah, the blue collar guys. Ralphie May. I'm really trying to. It's also Greg Giraldo. Like if you're talking top 100, I don't hate it. Uh, Larry I'm the Cable think... Guy. Saget. Did he ever start stand up? Oh yeah. Like I would say he. That's how he got. Yeah. So it's that top one. That's how he died. He was still doing stand up. Oh yeah. So yes, that top 100, no sags. Oh, uh, chances Farley didn't do stand up. Yeah, really? Yeah, I, th- I think he did. He may have did improv. I was that may that have. must have been okay. I was try- like, how did? Like, of course you notice a Chris Farley, but how did you don't just notice Chris Farley at the uh, groceries? That guy was bagging groceries and looked <laughs> hilarious. Uh, <laughs> he was bagging so, okay. groceries and then slipped on a banana and yeah, the well, chaos that ensued. They were like, yeah, I, I got a bit for that. Tore the labor in both shoulders. It was hilarious. Um, Derek says, "Who's buddy? She was real, real big. You know what I mean." Oh, uh, yeah. Where's Daryl Blewett on here, man? She was so big, you wouldn't believe. Was that '04? That Uh, that might have been '06. Might cut off uh, (laughs) semantics. So, Richard Lewis was on there. Yeah, Richard Lewis was definitely somewhere, but definitely on here. Gerardo was mentioned. Jeselnik. Uh, okay, nope, yeah, that was... Monique for 04. I was I don't know when Queens of Comedy was. What was like her show though? Been... Her show was in the nineties, wasn't it? Or was that two thousands? I think hers was two thousands. Gotcha. Um, okay. Queens of Comedy I do think, like... was two thousand one. Oh one. Okay. Uh when the show when uh the Parkers. The show was for Monique. Was that 04? Um, 1999, actually. For the Parkers? Yeah, Damn. It, it ended in 04. Ah, okay. Yeah, the Monique should be, yeah, somewhere here. Some more, Sykes, Miss Laura. I'm trying to think of some people Sykes from was comic on the list. Mm-hmm. Who? Wanda Sykes was on the list. Oh, yeah, she was on the list. Jeff Ross. Um, Jeff Ross isn't funny. <laughs> comedians love him though i don't know like i don't know if he's just 
less funny on stage than he is just talking shit. I think I uh, think he just, he's just only talk. roaster. Does he do stand right. up? Does he just roast? Does that does that count? It's standing up. He's a, he's a, he's oh, also wow, like cool. a punching bag, you know? Like he'll he'll take it as much as he gives, so they love that. You right. Know? Right. Bill Crawford, Bruce Bruce. Bruce Bruce, who I saw literally last week at a restaurant, was like, hey, this is Bruce Bruce. Um Lavelle Crawford should be on here even for 04. Okay, that was a lot of people are nope. saying would Mulaney be on an updated list? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably so. Uh <laughs> maybe Epps is, maybe Epps too is high. Ep not for O2, but on a like Epps would be high for me on an updated one. So uh no Conan. <laughs> For Boy. No yeah, did Conan do stand ever do stand up? No. Or was he just straight writer, right? Yeah. Straight writer. He he so. did writer and he did uh improv too. Um, okay. what's the Chicago improv? I'm blanking on what it's called now. Oh The Laugh Factory. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. no it's the, they have like all those like little groups like yeah. around the country. I it's can't gang shit it's really, called. but I know which one you're talking <laughs> I about. Do, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I love I love listening to like Dan Cook talk about oh man coming up in Boston it was so hard you know you had your you had your clicks man it was tough love hearing it's that. like you gotta get jumped in man uh, man I was gonna ask it at the beginning of the show that we started talking comedy do we is there a Twitter left on Monday we haven't really talked about it much on here is there a is there a Twitter left now I. I mean, who knows? I haven't looked at it in. I haven't looked at it in several minutes. Elon's just kind of running it like a little toy. It feels like he he's gonna get bored with it, and like the problem is, what happens when he gets bored of it? Like, is he just gonna sell it to someone, or is he just gonna delete it and say, "All right, it was fun." I feel like he just it just turns into like the just rundown house, like the pe- yeah. people just forgot about, mm-hmm. and it's like, how could this happen? How could this thing that everybody uses but nobody wants? Nobody enjoys it. There's no value in it. And the person that purchased it is like, oh, this stinks. And I saw they're already going back on the what the verified the checks you can buy. Mm-hmm. Twitter blue. Yeah. They've already went back on that. So <laughs> they said it was because for unforeseen circumstances. It was very it was so foreseen the by most. anyone who's ever used the website. I there's a thread of them, but just the one uh, I think it was Joe Biden talking to. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh no! There was the the Steelers account dropping the uh, R.I.P. Kenny Pickett. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this I can't believe how fast this went off the rails. I can't believe it. But then I saw like there's less funny. There's somebody did. A pharmaceutical company saying it's going to be like free medicine for people, and people were really fucking hyped about that. And it's like, nope, yeah. people were fucking around. So it's like, yeah, again, who could have seen this coming aside from everybody? Mm-hmm. The Ch- the Chiquita banana one was the funniest. I agree. The Chiquita, did you that see one? that one? It was I just was... like we. It was like we support the government against this uh, like coup, and then they followed it up with like a. Sorry, that was a fake account. We haven't overthrown a government since 1956. Like, <laughs> not many moons. Um, <laughs> it was a Lockheed Martin one I that was funny. Martin one. Like those ones are good. The 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 free healthcare shit is fucked up. Like that's 
Listen, the fucking R.I.P. Kenny Pickett. I was like, this is fucked up, but this is this is what was going. This was uh, what was only ever going to happen. Mm-hmm. And it happened. I think I feel like so much quicker than uh, certainly they didn't anticipate it. And now I'm a true poster. Yeah. He's not a real poster. He doesn't know. The he never was. He never was. And that's why I was like, why do you? Why you want to wait? It? Why you want to come out here with posters, man? Stay, stay over there. But no, that, fake Rudy Giuliani. It was it was, um, it was tweeting at me. It was, <laughs> <laughs> said it was trapped in the trunk of a car. <laughs> Again, go, go. It's Mayor G. Um, Look, that, yeah, he don't have posting in his blood. He don't have a brain in his uh, head neither. Like, I don't know. And people say, like, what's next? What replace? I don't know what re- what replaces Twitter. You can't get news faster than Twitter. No, right. That's why, I, like, Twitter can't go away. Like, it's just like for political news, emergency news. It's like the number one. It's the only source for a lot of people. But now I. I think this might be a thing where it goes so poorly it fixes things. Like we're, not, we're at a point where, oh, you can't trust anything you see mm-hmm. because a check mark means nothing. Good. Don't believe it. Like, and don't believe anything until you know for a fact you can verify it. But then that leaves people doing their own research, mm-hmm. and we can see where that leads. So it's like I, it like it collapsing would probably be a good thing. It's like it was a great. Middle, it was a great middleman for me. I've met a lot of dope people. Uh, made some money off this app, and I'm thankful for it. But it, it, if it don't want to save itself, then what? What's left? Uh, right. Yeah, it is core Elon wants. He, yeah, he wants to. He wants to be cool. He wants to be funny. He wants to be mm-hmm. liked. And he on year what forty of over forty being liked. So, so it's like I'm not here to defend Mark Zuckerberg, but if you made an account on Facebook and called yourself Italian Mark Zuckerberg and said you launch the meta into space, I make it the calzone, he would never see it, and if he did, he wouldn't care. Like he certainly wouldn't ban your account. Right. <laughs> that's that's what we were just talking about with Jeff Ross. Being able to take a joke is sometimes more important than being able to tell a joke. And this guy right. does not know how to take a joke or tell one or really understand what they are. If MySpace Tom, everybody who did like the fake picture, look over your shoulder or said they were MySpace Tom, he's like, I've got to shut this is this is malicious behavior. Um, He'd be so happy. That's all he ever wanted. It's, <laughs> that's all. This is great. Wanted. Yeah, I just I just want everybody to learn programming um, <laughs> <laughs> together. No, we can all do it together. And I'll be damned if I ain't learn. I wanted to have a cool song up on the page, damn it. I better learn some coding. Uh, some sparkles on my page. Some uh, sick backgrounds. Uh, <laughs> some top eight. Y'all top eighters? Y'all not no real top eighties. Uh, also, yes, as, as Scoob has pointed out, and thanks to him for making this, oh. we do have a Discord for the show. What is that? I can't take all the credit for it. I can't take all the credit. Listen, it might be some blame, so uh, <laughs> depending on how things go. Uh, yeah, because we're just trying to navigate 
if Twitter just shuts down, where where can the people meet up? Y'all know y'all can find us on YouTube. We have the Discord. Uh, we're working on other means to, you know, keep let everybody that wants to tap in stay tapped in. But I, it's just wild to watch this in like live time. Mm-hmm. Like being in a car is like, yep, now we're going off that bridge. We are over the bridge. Mm-hmm. The water is coming. The water is cold. Uh, and now we're just in the water. Elon buys Discord. Yeah, that's a wrap. Then <laughs> If he buys Discord, we gave it a good run. huh? We had a good, what, nine, ten months, guys. Uh, and that's that. But, but uh, yeah, I just wanted to give a shout-out to Amherst, Grum, uh, Reverse Mush, uh, and uh, Wolfgang Ruck. They uh, really went crazy on the Discord and got it to look it at where great. it is. It looks great, yeah. So yeah, we're gonna be working on it, making sure it's an awesome place to hang out around the show. And we we watched we watched uh, the first episode of Hard Knocks today. It was like twelve people together. It was fun. It was fun. How was Hard Knocks? Oh, oh, d- dude, <laughs> the Cardinals are a, a disaster. What do you mean? I don't think anyone takes any of the coaches on that team seriously. Like there was a scene. What do you mean? <laughs> There's a scene where the coach is telling to DeAndre Hopkins, he's like, you know, you know, you're going to the Hall of Fame, right? You just gotta believe in yourself. You just, you just gotta know you're great. And Hopkins is just like, what? You think I'm going to the Hall of Fame? What? Okay. I'm, I'm talking about week three, man. <laughs> um. And and then the, later on, yeah, the the boot, the they get scored on with a boot, and they're just yelling, "We talked about the boot." We talked about the boot <laughs> it's um the the gm sitting next to the owner in the booth just head in the head in his hands all game covering up his face just freaking out every i can't think of a worse place to watch like when your team stinks just watching up next to the owner it's like boy we are getting absolutely blitzed um uh, and this, these are the Kingsbury walls. Dude, the art on his walls. He's got a some kind of. I don't even know how. Does to... He live at a barber shop. <laughs> his house is empty. <laughs> his house is completely empty. Completely empty. There's no like he has a couch, a table. That's it. Nothing else. Fair necessity. I mean, this is a sick painting. I give it that, but just a wild, uh, just one to have up. The Joker, crazy. And then, and what's the second one? A large lion wearing the crown, and he explains it by saying, "I'm a Leo," so it just kind of made sense. You are not my foot. You can be a Leo. You cannot be my football coach. Talking like that, though, I can't take him serious. He's the least serious man that I've ever seen in my life. I'm so glad everybody there got extension. So. This is just the case for the next yeah five six years probably. That that was the one thing I was thinking. The GM when he's on screen, he looks like a man who doesn't feel secure in his job at all. <laughs> I mean, he just, he did just get the extension that would make him secure. It would make him financially secure should things go awry. But at this point, man, fire me, dog. Like this is this is not a good situation. This is not a good spot. I don't know what's going on with the McMahon's Raiders. Uh, People retiring, volunteering to go on IR, man. They, they, they had a hundred yard dash. Cool, cool. 
<laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> like, we still get paid on IR? Cool, I'm there. Yeah, see y'all. Uh, Blake Martinez, who joined the team a month ago, he had 11 tackles on Sunday. And he just... Out of there. He said, for what? Yeah. For, <laughs> for who? For why? Uh, he's out of there. Waller's on the IR. Renfro's on the IR. They cut Jonathan Abram. They didn't trade Josh Jacobs, who's balling right now, and is just going to be a free agent at the end of the year. And... I learned something yesterday, and I can't tell if it's something I learned or something that I forgot and then relearned. I learned there's a exclusive tag, franchise tag, and a non-exclusive, and a transition tag. I thought That's there were right. two different tags. Because yesterday, Scoob said the, the $31.5 million franchise for Daniel Jones. That's the non-exclusive. Oh, the exclusive that they're talking like Lamar Jack and the exclusive means let's see the one you get like two draft picks. Um, I think that's the non-exclusive. No, okay. Excuse, uh, exclusive. Yeah, you, your salary is based on the top five in the position in the current year. The non-exclusive is for the they based on the past five years. So that's the difference for the the Daniel Jones non-exclusive would be for the past five years. Okay, exclusive. Lamar would be for the current year, which the Deshaun Watson bumped everything up. So that's 45. The non-exclusive is 31. I also learned you can tag a guy three times. I thought they changed that. You can tag. You can tag. If you tag him the second time, he gets 120% of the first tag. If you tag him the third time, he gets 144% or the average of the top five salaries at the at any position at the highest position quarterback meaning if you tag if you franchise tagged your left guard for the third time he's getting the top five uh five average quarterback salaries so you can franchise a guy for the third time or the transition tag transition you can negotiate with a new team it just allows the team to match any offer that tag is 21.5 million and that's one where I wonder is that where the Giants would look? Start you at 21. If somebody comes in with a super crazy offer, you just let them go. Um, but it would allow you to match it if somebody comes in with something decent. You wouldn't be on the... Like, I don't think anybody's giving you the one where you get two first-round picks for Daniel Jones. The Lamar Jackson one. Right. Exclusive yeah. one. <laughs> and then we're cooking. Um, but... Yeah, tag players' original team has options to match or refuse the new team's offer and it be rewarded two first-round picks. But that... Wait, that's the non-exclusive. Excuse me, I thought the exclusive was the two first-round picks. No, exclusive, no other team can talk to you. It's just you're there. Non-exclusives yeah. where you can do a little negotiating. But there's compensation. And transition yeah. is you can do negotiating, but no compensation. Right. Gotcha. I learned another thing yesterday. A lot of learning. Too much. I learned two things, (laughs) baseball related. One, the MLB has a draft lottery now? First year. I had no idea. First year. Big fan. Did you know that school? No. So 
So like, okay. So how does Ooh, floored, floored by this information? I too, I too was baffled by this. I'm just I'm draft just... lottery is only the beginning of what they did to the draft. They did some real nice things to the draft. They switched it up. It's for the top. Is it six or eight? We'll pull it up here. Um, they do the it's it's like the NBA's lottery where on, after the they draw the six, it's just in order from there. So you can jump right. from fourteen to one, but you obviously have less odds. Um, right. Yeah. yeah here we one go. One through yeah. six are lottery. Seven through eighteen, non postseason, non lottery teams in reverse order of previous year's standings, uh, and then so on and so forth. But. Yeah, I like that. And I believe they have the thing where you can't get the top pick multiple years in a row. I would like that too. Yeah. I yeah, I didn't know they I like the draft lottery. I think this is a, one article had the percentages in it. So again, like the NBA, you can be the 14th team or whatever and get it, but your odds less likely. And I didn't know you can have your draft pick move back if you're spending too much money. Mhm. Mm they say you you balling out of control, boy. You uh, if you pay into the competitive bounty, like basically the luxury tax, they just move your draft pick back ten spots. You're, Is that enough penalty? You're trying to win too much. You can't get a good player in the draft too. It's a bad thing. Um, there's that, and it's like, um, so there's a compensatory round after the first round. Hmm. Um, so like if you lose. I think it's a not series, but like they rate free agents A, B, C, what have you. So if yeah, you, it might be in that same. If you go down, school, it says it because I, I didn't. I learned all this. Yes, yeah. There's a lot of <laughs> odds. Um, if so, if you if you're under the CBT and you lose one of those free agents, you'll get a first round compensatory pick. If you're paying into the CBT, like if the Red Sox lose Xander Bogarts, for example. They'll get a fourth round compensatory pick, which is not as good as a first round. That's why a lot of Red Sox fans at the deadline were like, why are we a few million dollars into the luxury tax? Like, that doesn't make sense given the team we're fielding. Right. And the Braves made a trade just, they traded Odorizzi for uh, Kobe Allen. It was a former Brave, all the same, but I think it was Kobe, Kobe Allen. But it was um, Oda Rizzi and Cash. It was Oda Rizzi and $10 million of his $12 million salary so that the Braves dip out of the uh, competitive, competitive balance tax. Because it's like one of those, if you're going to be in it, be all the way in it, it sounds like. Right. And if you're not, then there's no reason to be $2 million into it so they did this trade to get out i think it gives them some flexibility like if we do want to jump into it we can but them's the rules um nationals a's so three teams have a 16 and a half percent chance to get number one which i know that's currently higher than the nba then goes down from there those red Sox got a chance mcmahon they sure do um and I wouldn't be surprised if the first year of the baseball draft, it just they put a team that shouldn't be like just to, <laughs> just for the headlines. That feels like a very baseball thing to do. Um, but the baseball drafts already like the the best player doesn't always go first because it's all about because he wants can money. <laughs> yes, can you negotiate? That's, so it's, that's what confused me at first because I was like, how, so how does that work? 
with the because they all have like the scale right they go on like how much they're willing to offer certain guys well so so there's a scale and it's like there's there's slots right there's yeah, that's projected the yeah, slot, slot value yeah there's projected slot value but there's also like a, two years ago the red sox took a guy nick york who was a high schooler who barely played his senior year because it was the COVID year. Mm -hmm. um, so they took him, man, I, I want to say, like, top 10, I want to say, like, high. And most people were like, what the fuck? Like, he was, like, 90th ranked. You know what <laughs> right. I mean? But because of that, they could pay him, like, a third-round pick. And then they could give Blaze Jordan in the third round more of a first-round oh, slot mm -hmm. because – his camp was telling people, look, if you don't take us in the first round, we're just going to go to Mississippi State. And then the Red Sox came back in the third round, took him, and they were like, we'll pay you like a first rounder. And he was like, sounds great. <laughs> yes, okay. So Where do I sign? Yeah. He's in the organization. Same thing happened with, I believe, with James Wood, who became the centerpiece for the Soto deal a year and a half into his minor league career because he was an IMG guy who... Uh, his senior year wasn't as great as his junior year was, so he slipped in the draft. And the Padres were like, yeah, we'll we'll give you the money. Come to us. And now he's like the number one prospect or number two prospect for the Nationals <laughs> because of the Soto deal. So the, the lottery really doesn't matter for baseball is more what I'm getting at. Like it does, unless you're the Red Sox, right? And you jump crazy up where it's like, all right, yeah, this right. guy might not have gone first but he might have went seventh. Like, we just wouldn't have had right. a shot at this guy. Now we can negotiate. And now, <laughs> the best part of the MLB draft, if you cannot reach a deal with the guy you draft, this happened with the Mets two years ago. They, they took the pitcher, mm -hmm. uh, Kumar Rocker, out of Vanderbilt. I believe 10th. They saw his medicals after they drafted him, which is a bold <laughs> choice. And they were It'll like, probably fuck, be fine. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this. So he has they just no never... heart. He has no heart. <laughs> There's not a heart inside his body. So he, <laughs> he played independent ball for a year, and the Mets just got that pick again the next year. Like, you just get the same drift. They they've changed that slightly. So now if you have the 10th pick, you don't reach a deal with that player for whatever reason. The next year, you get the 11th pick. <laughs> you slide down one. That'll pretty teach good. You. Yeah, I don't hate uh, it. That's a there's a there could be a strategy there. Yeah, keep scrolling, school. Because I, I was like, I just didn't know they redid any of that. Yeah, picks 19 or 30. Yeah, those are the playoff teams. It also said yeah, whether they paid uh, revenue sharing, received or neutrals. Like y'all calling out the brokies? Okay. Um, <laughs> picks are protected all first round picks protected and it's got the top prospects uh, yeah I just didn't know really any of that like it does feel confusing but I it does feel better than the old system where it was like hey if you want to sign a free agent that got tendered you're going to have to give up a pick Didn't they? did they tweak that because people were like okay we just won't sign players no, they, I mean, you still will lose a pick. And it, you, like, I, I'm okay with that. I think it's a fair deal because it's like, right. 
if you're going to sign a guy to help your team right now, I think you'll give up basically a lottery ticket for five years from now. I think that's pretty right. fair. Um, and it's also that team has to. So like with JD Martinez leaving the Red Sox this year, he's a free agent. If the Red Sox don't, and I believe the date already passed, if you don't extend a qualifying offer, there's no draft pick compensation. The right. risk yeah, with the qualifying offer, yeah. yeah, the risk with the qualifying offer is that that guy could just take it, and it's like twenty something million dollars. It's oh, yeah. similar Guaranteed. to the, uh, it's similar to tag. the franchise tag, yeah. So it's like, yeah, do I want this one year twenty million dollar deal? Yeah, probably. If I'm an aging DH and I'm I'm gonna be getting like three year twenty one million dollar offers, yeah, I'll say, I'll take yeah if I'm any for one year, if I'm anybody that's not about to sign seven for two eighty, right. Cause that's my listen. Right. That's my MLB the show strategy. You can't walk for nothing. I'll I'll offer you qualifying offer if you leave. We get a pick. If not, I'll pay you top dollar. But for just that year, the years don't hurt you. Or excuse me, the money don't hurt you. It's the years. So I no, nah, I'll be sending that QO out. Uh, yeah, I love the qualifying offer. It's uh, this is the first year I feel like it's been super important. Um, like it does a lot. Like it was like fourteen or fifteen people that got it, which feels like a lot. Yeah, and uh, like I, uh, the Yankees uh, extended one to Aaron Judge. Like, good for you guys. Like, that's <laughs> what if he leaves, they get a pick and for he sure. Might leave, yeah, no, they'd so, be stupid. Yeah. There's no reason to like. Obviously, you, guys, you know, of course, will never take it. Have to right. give it to those guys. Like, of have course. to. I don't think yeah, there's like a Rizzo. limit on how many. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think there's a limit to how many qualifying offers you oh. can give out. You if know it's on I mean? the show, you bro, I got the Yankees unlimited <laughs> payroll, man. I'll be if you a 76 reliever, right, man, we might could use you for 32 innings, man. You could you get 20 million. Uh yeah, Q average of the top 125 salaries this year is 19.65 million. So that yeah, going up. So teams have till five days after the end of the World Series to offer. And then I think players have 10 days from then to decide to accept. And I don't. I've just learned. I've just learned way too much in the past two days. It's, People are saying is baseball the hardest front office role? Probably. Oh yeah, because you can do all the scouting in the world. The guy can be great in double A, triple A, single A, whatever. And then he gets to the pros, and it's just not there for him. Did one fifty seven? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's... What, what's his name? Jared Kalenic. That's the guy I always think of. Seattle, uh, right? Yeah, I thought that guy would be awesome. Gets to the pros, and he's blind. Which one? And maybe he will be, but right. it was a cold start. Yeah, it's been a Ice cold. cold. Yeah, it's been a cold. One start. way to put it. Um, one yeah. way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> I learned one more baseball-related thing. If anyone oh, liked boy. to hear it, and then we'll take a quick break. Love it. Let's hear it. The Silver Sluggers were announced. Paul Goldschmidt won his fourth. That's the most for a first baseman. Ever. Ever. That's what I learned. He is tied for the most ever. Four with with two names. You gonna take a guess? I feel like they're not tough names, but Pujols. Pujols. Garrig. Nope. Mattingly. Nope. Pujols is error. Uh, okay. Is it Tommy? Todd Hilton. Oh. Ah. Todd Hilton. Paul Goldschmidt and Albert Pujols have four. Now, <laughs> Albert Pujols has six silver sluggers. 
because he won one in the outfield and one at third base before they moved him <laughs> full time. Because that I said, how how was one? I said, how was four the record? Four first base is where you mash. Um, That's why there's so many. Yeah, and I was like, you got to be the best for that year. But then I was like, how does Pujols not have nine? But he has six, two at other positions, only have four. Yep, no Frank Thomas, no Tommy, no Miggy, none Miggy of those shot. guys. It is Helton. Well, well it's like I think of like one-year guys too. Like I'm sure Adrian Gonzalez stole a few. I'm sure like probably. there's just been so many guys. Teixeira probably has one or two. Like it's also rent. Like I saw this year, the minimum games required is 100, and Bryce Harper played 99. Yeah, yeah. And this would <laughs> this would have been Bryce. Bryce Harper has two MVPs, two Silver Sluggers. Like it's hard to be that good. You know what I'm saying? The top dog yeah. in that single year, which makes it more impressive. One, I think Bonds has 12. Um, Trout just tied somebody for second. Um. Gold glove, like baseball gets a lot wrong. Silver Slugger and Gold Glove were just so tremendously named. Like, absolutely crushed it. Two for two. (laughs) Piazza. Yeah. And I know they're like, hey, man, the Gold Glove, not even for real. It's like, it don't matter. They got it locked because the physical Gold Glove you get is fire. So, and the Silver Slugger, fire. And then, do you know what they give the best overall fielder? No, what's that? The Platinum Glove. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Listen, when baseball gets it right, they get it right. They get it fucking right. I give them that. <laughs> um, yeah, Addie, I was I saw that. I was like, man, because I was like, Bryce Harper didn't win one. One game shy. That's tough. One That's game tough. shy. So yeah, Trout is one behind Piazza. Excuse me. So Piazza's got 10 for most for position. Bonds 12 outfield. Piazza's got 10 behind the plate. A Rod second. I did see Xander got one. He's got five. Appreciate yeah, that. Most. He getting a third little most. too close to Barry Larkin. Barry Larkin. <laughs> so I just need so Xander. He can just do what A Rod. A Rod won, I think, seven at short and then moved to third, won like another four. So Barry yeah. Larkin's still the all time shortstop, uh, <laughs> silver slugger leader. Xander, get you a couple more. Move to second. Move to third, my guy. And we Probably all going to happen, honestly. Fine with it. Fine with it. Uh, yeah, there it is. Oh, like, 99 games. Mm. That's tough. That is tough. Yeah. I saw that uh, the MLB released their 10 best free agent hitters, and they put Correa over Xander. And it's just like, based on fucking what? They both play shortstop right now. Xander keeps taking silver sluggers off his fucking plate. What are we talking about? But what about... Uh... 2017. This is no, um, no yeah. argument. Yeah, this is zero argument. Uh, before we go to, do you have a comment on Xander's contract? Did he get one? No, not no, unless I missed something. Uh, which I again, I feel like my phone would have glowed a few nah, you, times. You, you'd they, know. Uh, um. So yeah, I saw they I, estimated six for one sixty-eight for him. Would you? You would do that, right? So fast. I said before yeah. the year, give him five one fifty. Like instead, yeah. they gave him. Two for forty, uh, tacked on to his to the rest of his um, to the rest of his deal. Uh, I don't think Joe saying there aren't many third base free agents. I don't think he immediately is going to jump to third. Like he is very prideful as a shortstop. Mm. Like he 
And he was a Gold Glove finalist this year. I agree Gold Glove isn't the award it should probably be. But his defense improved tremendously this year. His outs above average was a positive. Like, he... He's a guy who always in the postseason, like his his glove is there. In the regular season, he gives less of a fuck. Um, Andrew Castellano. So yeah, I would give him who who were the projections you saw? Because I saw Tim Britton did his projections, and they're always so much lower than I think they should be. Uh, I don't know. It was ESPN. I don't remember the writer oh, okay. though. Uh, yeah, his- Tim Britton on The Athletic did his projections, and he comes with receipts from years past, and he's like, I fucking nailed this, dude. Like, I, I'm As that you guy, As you should. which I respect, and I, I can't remember what he had Xander at, but he had Rizzo at, like, 345, and Rizzo's a guy who's just never been paid. Like, his career right. just has not allowed him to hit at the right time. It's, he's going into his year 32 season. Like they base that off of how old you are, I think on July 1st. Right. So I think he yeah. turns 33 after July 1st. So like he's not as old as I feel like in my mind he should be. If a team's looking for a DH or a first baseman or both, yeah, I'm I'm giving Rizzo more than 345. Like no I, hesitation. To, the deal that it was two years. It might have been two for 45 or two for 50. It was basically like Rizzo's in a cent, like a perfect QO guy, basically, because he yes. might take that. But if he take that and keep him, the Yankees are fine with that. But he also might be like, well, that's, I can probably do better, but let me just see. So he's, yeah, he was on that, that list. For I want sure. him bad. I um, want him real bad. He's like my second target this offseason. Like, that's who I want. Ryan Judge. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> eight three thirty two. Good fucking luck. <laughs> eight's not as bad. I have ten, like tw- ten or twelve years in my mind. So eight, I'm like, okay, we're, can we get it down to six years? But eight for that's a lot of loot. Um, yeah, well, was only pulled in seventy six million. That's disgusting. For yeah, nah, he <laughs> he needed to be super bag chaser. This summer, mm-hmm. as he sh- or this off season, as he should. Uh, okay, let's take five. We will take five. We we will check and see. We may have Jam Packer, and we got some drafts to get to. Maybe a little guesser. Who knows what else I learned? Um, <laughs> we will see. So Did you guys know they have seams on the ball, and then they can you, curve it. You guys <laughs> heard it. Three outs now. Three of them. Um, <laughs> thumbs up on the tube. Describing the tube. We also got some UFC to talk about scoop so we got a big ufc match so we will talk that let's take five we'll catch everybody back after the break welcome back hour three happy friday the boys are here uh do we have jam packard in the house is that jam packard i see that's studious man uh how are we feeling packer oh it's it's been a week fellas it's been a week what uh, whatever do you mean Oh, you know, I'm just going through some stuff over here in, in Jam Land that hasn't been the most fun. But then Tuesday, I don't know if you've uh, you guys saw, but uh, literally the the sole of my shoe came off. Just the middle of the day, just completely uh completely lost it. Uh, it was a tough tough look. Uh, and then on Thursday, uh, my bicycle was stolen from me right outside the law school. So that's tough. Um. It's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> when it rains, it pours, man. Um, the McMahon. <laughs> the McMahon's <laughs> loving the bicycle theft. 
way you said bicycle, which is very funny. <laughs> My what, what, bicycle, what were you, you sounded like the this is the largest car I could afford. Uh, <laughs> my price range guy. I don't uh, have a car. What exactly gorgeous. were you doing when the soul? Uh... I was just walking into class, and then I had to sit like that in a two-hour class, just knowing that this was just not going to get any better. How'd you get out of there? It was one of those you got to wait till everybody. Oh, I got to put some stuff in my bag. Uh, uh, absolutely, was the last one to leave. Kind of like tried to get in there. Eventually, I was just like, "All right, I have to deal with this. I'm just going to try and walk." And twenty steps in, just the whole soul came off. And actually, uh, you know, then it just kind of turned into that was okay. I was just wearing kind of slippers at that point. It's walking around on the bare floor. Yeah, the people were there any uh, soul at risks. Like signs, like did you did you step fault in get like a uh oh like a little tremor? No, no, no. It's just just kind of just kind of happened to me. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know uh, what I did to deserve this. Um, but it uh, it just just happened. I was literally falling apart at the seams. <laughs> as funny as it is, I'm sorry to hear that. Thank you. <laughs> at least bright side. This didn't happen the day your bike was also stolen, so you didn't have to walk home like this. <laughs> With the flat foot? Um, at this point, did you just take it off, or did you walk home with the like the shoes talking? Or did you get, I walked get home, home with, with my, left, my left shoe being like a slipper, and my right shoe being fully intact, and I just kind of walked home unevenly. Sam's back's going to hurt terribly this week. <laughs> um, well, we're glad you're here, Packer. Thank you. Glad um, to be here. Uh, did you watch the Thursday night football affair? Hell no. I didn't either. I didn't watch a whole lot of that either. Um, but I wait, w- you 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 guys didn't talk about Thursday. You guys knew I was only coming on the last hour, and you didn't. We talk saved about it for you. For we we saved it for you. Um, <laughs> well, I think the Panthers are really have a lot of chances to win the AF or NFC South. I think things are looking up for that franchise. You're not wrong. Um, PJ Walker did the th- 108 yards passing in a victory, and the people want Marcus Mariota fired from a can, um, <laughs> like a big, like out of town, like aimed out of town. What about a big, um, a big catapult? Uh, would work too. I, I think, we're, yeah. I think <laughs> we're past Poulton, man. Like week four, you, week you six, need the cannon firepower. <laughs> You need the cannon. Um, he six of the worst passes I ever seen in my life. He had last night. He he threw one where he was already laying on the ground when he threw it. Tried to flip over his back, and they're lucky that he was already on the ground because he's not as uh, quick as he thinks he is. Or it would have been a pick six the other way. Just terrible. And like you, you too far in now. They're definitely not putting in Ritter. And I saw people saying, "It's like, man, what these weapons and Bryce Young, what, what a play!" But instead, they Falcons are what four and five? Or is that six? Um, six. six, yeah, four and six, and three and seven. McMahon's Panthers got the dub. Mm-hmm. Foreman mm-hmm. cooking and uh, very little else. So mm-hmm. and, uh, you know who wasn't cooking? Yeah, Youngway Koo. Uh, <laughs> you talk about. Uh, slip gone awry. Uh, uh, Pinero was kicking it all over the place. I ain't hit a single thing. Pinero, he hit the bar 
on the first time and I was like feeling good and he was nails every other time and I said not feeling so good. I mean, Young Wei Koo made 71 in a row and then he missed two straight last night. So. Broke his streak last night and it rained but it, it didn't rain like it was expected to rain mm -hmm. and again Panero didn't have much issue for Panero. He missed the extra point too but yeah, unserious franchise. I am afraid the Panthers. I bet yeah, the uniforms they were a good look last night. They were looking good out there. And so what the Panthers? Game and a half out of first place for the Panthers. <laughs> Three and seven. The right knock on I mean. the door. If they had just if if DJ Morris wasn't a criminal and kept his helmet on the first time, Colonies, Yeah, <laughs> this team's foreign foreign. So if Four and six, and the Panthers are, three. or the, yeah. the Falcons are three and seven. So it's like the, they'd be in second uh, game behind uh, Tom Brady. Like, I don't, I don't know. Ready to host the playoff game. Uh, yeah, they were one and four when Rule stepped down. And if, yeah, if DJ Moore wasn't a felon, they'd be three and two under Wilkes. Because I was going to say, what does Wilkes have to, does he have a shot at keeping this job? Doubt it. I didn't think so at first. Now, I, I mean, I, Still kind of don't, but they are clearly playing better under him. Clearly. So, I don't know. I just don't know. what. Like, if he makes the playoffs, is that enough? I don't think they would, but if they win the division, I feel like they would still. Again, the Raiders made the playoffs last year, and Derek Carr begged for Rich Bisaccia to be kept as head coach. And Mark Davis went out and hired a man that people are retiring uh, <laughs> while they still in their pads to get away from. So I don't know. I don't know. Oh, man. I got nothing else on that game. Scoob, you said we got the, a night. Was it UFC 281? Yup, yup. We got a, got this ourselves weekend? a pay-per-view. Um, what, uh, and, and this, what do we have? Who do we have? This one. I mean, I know I've made this promise several times before where I've said this is the one. Fight of the century? Yeah, the fight of the century. The fight of the century. <laughs> I know I've made this promise before, but... It's November's fight of the century. Uh. Let me set the scene for you, gents, here. The man on the left here, Israel Adesanya, he's 23-1. and He's UFC middleweight champion. He has undefeated. No one in the division can touch him. In comes a 6-1 fighter who is 2-0 against him in Izzy's illustrious kickboxing career before he jumped to UFC. Pereira's been taking names since he came to the UFC. They couldn't deny him this fight. He was too good, just left and right, knocking guys out. And I, I think I'm on the dog. I'm on Pereira. Give me Pereira. Really? I'm I was on the say, dog. I know Adesanya, uh, infamous nutbuster, mm. uh, to make weight as I as I learned against my will this weekend. No thanks to Taylor Rooks. Um, because no. <laughs> I was gonna say, twenty-three and one versus six and one. That was gonna be my question. How does he get this fight? But mm -hmm. if he's just that, makes more sense now, especially with their history. Yep, yep. They've got history, and uh, I thought they would deny him the history, but he's just been way too good. Like, just he not he knocked out Sean Strickland, who's was on a win streak and all that. So yeah, no, he's he's plus one eighty. Is it? I see. Plus one eighty, and I uh, I love the value there. I mean, Izzy's Izzy, Izzy's great, but um, I just I like the story here. I I think he's in his head. I don't think I don't think guys get in Izzy's head usually, and Pereira's just in his head because he's two and zero, and he's just 
just a calm about it, you know? He's there to hunt him, you know? Who Who's Izzy's one law? Or who, yeah, who are each of their one laws, I guess? Yeah, that's, um, I don't even know that, actually. But let's look. Because 24 and 1, yeah, you've been doing it for a minute, and Pereira's just like, I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to stalk you and beat you here, too. Oh, yeah, that's right. Izzy went up a weight class to fight Yam Blaskowitz, and Yam just laid on him the entire fight. Yam Blaskowitz is the name of a fighter, and he's not the best fighter around? Oh, he, he might be. He, he whooped Izzy. He's the only, he might be pretty good. He, he's, he'll be going back for his belt, trying for it real soon. He, he, he was champion. He was champion. And then let's see. His fight is oh, it was that jungle fight eighty two. It was the first fight of his career. He got choked okay. out, so that doesn't count. It, it was, it and was, he hadn't lost since. He was a so. kick. He was a kickboxer. So, but hey, Izzy, Izzy could choke him out. We could see that happen. Izzy's been doing MMA much longer, so we'll see. You you're going with the dog. I, I you got any? We gotta have some slip action. I like the dog. I like the dog. Okay. Uh, and then we got Wei Li, Carla. Uh all over Wei Li. Barza. Yeah, Carla Sparza. Uh we're all over Wei Li. Um any any which way. Uh, I just think Wei Li's just just the level's better fighter. Like she's not gonna go off the gas pedal like Rose did and just get beat by someone backing up, you know? Like that's not gonna happen. Significant strikes. Carla's getting twenty two and a half. You still like Wei Lee there? Um, yeah. I, I mean, if you look, Wei Lee f- lands five five point seven eight, and uh, Carla lands two point two. Per minute, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, per minute. So I think Wei Lee's output. Wei Li. Yeah, I like Wei. Li. Yeah, Wei Lee might just demolish her. And this is for the title. Is is the first? Is the Israel belt for a title belt? This is for a title. Yep, that's for the middleweight title, and then this one's for the women's strawweight title. What was Leah. that? Uh, what was that line you just floated, Tyler? Plus twenty significant strikes. Uh, Carla Esparza is getting twenty-two and a half significant strikes on Wei Lee. So is there a chance Wei Lee just like whoops her with the first five strikes, and that's that? Like you'd still get the plus two. Like that covers the plus twenty. <laughs> Right. Yeah, that then Carla. If Esparza doesn't get the twenty-two punch, <laughs> that's what I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that could uh, happen. I might put something on both sides of it in a couple different slips. Um, in the, the if we look at the fights where Carla's lost here, um, fights where she's lost, she got outstruck eighty-two to six here. Jesus, forty-three to twenty-six, forty-eight to thirty-two. 53 Better. to 4. So if you think she's so going to When she lose, loses, she loses. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So when she loses and it goes a long to long period of time, she loses. Okay, people yeah, people are saying what Coley said is very feasible. Mm-hmm. So this could be grand opening grand closing. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Soon. Mhm. Hmm. Okay. 80 to 2 is hysteric. 80 to 4, it doesn't matter at that point. That's Gosh. hysterical. I would need to say, did she get the first four in, and then that was that? Like, or you, you pepper one every every twenty shot, pepper one in. Um, okay, so two title fights mm-hmm, this weekend. Okay, mm-hmm. and then um, friend a friend of the program, uh, Matt Frivola, he's the underdog against Otman Azatar. 
all over the Steam Roller Matt Frivola. Great guy, exciting fighter. Can't wait to watch this fight. Azatar's been ducking him a while. Uh, he got caught. Was it undefeated? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's undefeated. Um, but he got caught trying to sneak a bag into Abu Dhabi uh, when they were supposed to fight before, and uh, he claimed there were potatoes in the bag, but they uh, wouldn't let anyone look inside the bag. For some reason, so can I see my potatoes? Time, uh, time to see inside Mr. Potato Head's bag. Let's see. Let's open up that bag. Let's see what's in there. No, I'll fly back right now. You will not see the potato. <laughs> um, Idaho spuds, man. You yeah, can't get, get away. Beat it. I might, I might be in on the potato kid. On this one, but uh... <laughs> okay, so. I know, was it last week or last time we checked? I know you said we hadn't had a decent UFC win in a while. So this is supposed to be something that people will love. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this should be a really good card. I'm excited. I'm excited. A lot of names here. Uh, a lot of names. Very excited. Good deal. And I, I think only one or two people missed weight. Um, Ryan Spann missed weight. And uh, can't remember the other one. Maybe it was just him. It might have just been him. Oh, no, Trezano. Trezano also missed weight. So. One, throw that out, man. Mm -hmm. One or two, come on. Mm -hmm. Boys will be boys. Mm -hmm. It's Veterans Day. Let the boys have a couple cookies or some shit. Mm -hmm. Just something um, to keep in mind. I believe fighters who have missed weight are 6-14 and 14 this year. Something like that. So, <laughs> so missing weight is bad. Mm -hmm. uh, usually. Usually. <laughs> hmm. It does make sense. Like, they're not... You would assume they're not training as... Uh, diligently, rigorously. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my assumption when someone misses weight is usually the cut went poorly, so they're not in the best shape going into the fight. Like they just right. drained, sucked, and couldn't. The worst thing is when you're trying to get those last couple pounds right. burned off. Like you're depleting yourself. Exactly. To, exactly. Like Israel talked about. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. For some reason, mm -hmm. um, getting those last few grams off. So, okay. Uh, Real big loads, Alessanta. Yeah, that's. <laughs> as a journalism is bad. Yeah. Journalism is bad. Um, nobody should be credentialed. Sorry, Jam, but uh, journalism. Can yeah, canceled, I'm afraid. Uh, Jam Bontemps, right there. That's who you're talking to. Yeah, buddy. So, what did you like kill him and wear his skin and sit in his chair or what? How'd that go? <laughs> No, he just he wasn't there. He was at a much more important game than the Celtics Pistons. So uh, I wanted to sit downstairs and see what like a a real journalist feels like watching the game. Oh well, we've got a few drafts uh, to get to in a minute. But what'd you see? What'd you see uh, in the journalist? Uh, well, see? from this one game sample size, Cade Cunningham stinks, and <laughs> Killian, wasn't a good showing for Cade. I've been saying and Killian that. Hayes is a uh, legitimate NBA player. So I just don't think. Like, that's what I learned from that game. And I think that was the clear takeaway from that game uh, is that it's uh, Killian better than Cade. Uh, that's what I got from being so close to the action. School's been saying it forever. I was been saying it forever. I was back in on Cade, and now everyone's out on him. Look how it works. Look how it works. Hey, it's... <laughs> also, Jaden Ivey has the confidence of a much better basketball player. But uh, he'll get, he might get there, but that man... I want that. That's a good sign. It's a great sign. He he was not afraid to shoot. It almost felt like the the most mean thing I've ever heard before. <laughs> <laughs> he thinks he's good. Poor yeah. poor Tyke. Um, doesn't know he's awful. 
But we do it a couple of drafts to get to. But something I, I did want to talk about this week. Uh, no baby boy, no baby girl of the week. It was it was something. Two things. I'm doing a lot of counting today. I was waiting to see because there's a story that's been going around. Uh, Kyla Spring is a student at the University of Kentucky, and a video made the rounds this week of Sophia Rosing attacking her, biting her, punching her, using all type of whatever type of uh, racial epithet you can think of, throwing that in her direction. So the two things I wanted to see, one was how the school was going to respond to this. And since then, they have like permanently banned her, uh, Sophia Rosen, not Kyla. And I mean, I'm waiting to see what type of compensation they're going to get going for her because this was very much a racial attack. Uh, I don't know what the laws are on that. So the school said they're still investigating. Seems like um, they're investigating. She has been banned. People wanted her expelled. I don't know if there's a legality of banned versus withdrawal, but she has been banned. And the second thing I wanted to see was basically how Kyla Spring wanted to handle this. And she went out, she gave a speech by the library uh, where she was attacked. And there's a GoFundMe Scoob just showed. If you could put that up, I wanted to wait and see like if there was something official. This is an official GoFundMe if people do feel so inclined to help her out while just while they're sorting this out. And something she said in her speech stuck with me. This is her first semester on campus. 18 years old, first semester on campus. And I feel like each one of us here in chat, all of us here, we remember like first semester on campus, first semester away from home. On your own, so to think. And I think I have so many good memories of that time. And I hate that this is going to be a memory for her. So if you are so inclined, <clears throat> excuse me, if you are so inclined, please give to her. Because I, I just hate that this is how we had to find out who she is. Like we didn't get to get introduced to her uh, doctor, lawyer, whatever. This is how we got introduced to her. So if you feel so inclined, please give that. Um, but Kyla, you, you're doing great. You got plenty of support. And I think she knows that, which is a good thing. Yeah, like Amherst says, the the woman, she 22, not close to her first offense. It's not even her first offense going viral Yeah, for like Wilden. When I looked so, her up, it was like a clip from 2019 or something. It's his, yeah. So not a, not a new thing. Not a thing like, man, man, I had too many drinks and I became racist and tried to bite people. She also like fought and bit the police as well. Like, so she was just completely out of control. So she will get what's coming to her um, and hoping good things for, for Miss Kyla. That's where it feels important to expel on top of the band. Band feels right. like you're not welcome here for now. Expelled, it's like, Go ahead and try and transfer. They'll see the you like they might not see a ban on a transfer. And that's it, it was a permanent ban, so it won't be a like a, in six months she can come back to this university. But yeah, for that reason, people wanted the expulsion for that record or for that reason. Expulsions are on your record. You can withdraw for whatever reason you withdraw for. So, right. but it will still be a thing, and it's why I think it's important. Her name is said. It's like okay, you it won't be on her record, but if you search her name, you're gonna have to deal with she's gonna have to deal with that forever. And she's rich and white, so she'll be fine ultimately, but it's gonna be on the resume. So yeah, she ran the daddy's money play frequently. It's Kyla? Is that her name? Kyla? 
Uh, Kyla Spring. Yeah. It, well, yeah. Sophia Rosings, the attacker. I'm Kyla not worried Rosen. about yeah. her. Fuck her. Uh, yeah, correct. Fuck Kyla's Sophia. Like, Kyla's the one we're worried about. Correct. Yeah. It's like, it's your first semester. You should be creating great memories, but like, is she going to feel comfortable there to continue there? Like, our teacher is going to give her a fair shake. Or, like, is she always, is that always going to be on everyone's mind? Like, she's got at minimum three and a half more years. Oh, just yeah. there so that's where it's like will she just transfer like that's not a, she shouldn't be in that position obviously but now right. like the fallout's just beginning it's like oh of course cool. yeah this is not oh like just last i saw it this morning just last night the hall where they work it like the uh the residence hall got a call somebody saying a racial epithet on a recording like looped it called it and sent that in last night so this is not the end of it by any means. So, yeah, and if if she does choose to continue her education, nobody could blame her at all. And again, hate that it came that you have to make that decision for this reason, your first semester. So, all bad, all bad. Uh, and a completely unrelated note: the people say you need to get new glasses, Jam. These are purely cosmetic. I don't think I need new glasses at all. I think they're a good look, honestly. I don't think you need new glasses because I think they're a good look. Let's put them on just for you guys. I, I've been, I didn't wear these until 2.05 2 p.m. This is strictly for chat. Now they want to get get rid of them? They don't appreciate nothing. Get them. Get the, yeah, Jam is getting feisty. Uh, <laughs> get them off you, Jam. Get them off you. Yeah, Jam, I want to take this bull crap, man. Um, what time is it? What we... Y'all trying to get some drafting in before uh, oh, yeah. school's out for the week? Get a little drafts going? Okay, yeah, no, nah, people tapping in. Those are good good frames on you, Packer. Don't listen to chat. We're going uh, hoop. Y'all trying to lose hoop or, or pigskin first, man? Should I even be allowed in the in the, the basketball draft anymore? I'm getting the... I'm, Am I permitted? I'm winning all the money back for chat this week. Don't worry, guys. I'm going to win for you guys. Okay. Um... Oh, football maybe. Football, I'm still stinking it up. But round ball, I got a good lay on the land. I went 0 for 5 on a five-way slip uh, on Wednesday night. It was bad. I went 1 for 4 last night, and it was, wasn't even close. Um, we, oh, yeah, my which one? God. A draft order where we're not next to each other. This is insane. I don't like this. Six. Something. Okay, here we. This is the okay basketball scoops first. Inter that's why Scoops said, "Yeah, let's do this one first. Yeah, let me <laughs> let me rig this one first. Uh, Franz first is in pick. here. Cholesterol's in here. Jam's in here. The Tunk Man's in here. And Trilly Whiskers with the back-to-back -back picks. Okay, McMahon, you hired Gun. You asked Madden. Asked Mick. Whoever wants it. Scoop, Scoob, you want some immediate advice? I was say, Scoob, you on the yes. clock early, man. We can start the draft right now, yeah, for real. Yeah, I would, uh, I would love to know who I should take first. The Jokic. Okay, okay, okay. Just making sure. Just Why? The last Grant calls himself Batman because of what he did to Jokic last time. I can't imagine that'll <laughs> go over well this time. Does Jokic have any idea, though? No. He might. If Grant uh, was a a real man he'd show up in the batman costume again but he's not Great. about that life i was gonna say if you're gonna go in yeah go all the way in with it 
Jokic was also projected to have like eight more points than anybody here. Like he, they just got him picking the Celtics apart. Yeah, I don't this disagree. Evening. But what's interesting is on <laughs> Pickums, he's only at 0. 0.5 three pointers made. Curious, real For curious. Jokic, Jokic, he not he's shooting like I feel like seventy percent, but the threes are not not yet at least. I am on the clock with back to back pick. Do I just try to rebuild team questionable, man? Um, <laughs> this is the same team every draft. It wins every draft. Uh, Anthony Davis and uh, Devin Booker it is. Thought about going cat. They have cat projected high points, and I'm sure he does bounce back, but I just don't like anything I'm hearing or have heard about that team currently. No. I'm staying away. Uh Tunkman's up, but Jam is almost on the clock. Jam, we're. Uh... I'm really hoping Tunkman doesn't take the person I want to take because if, oh, he's not going to he, hear it by the time he, you. He did took Donovan Mitchell. I don't like <laughs> anyone else on like in the Knicks. Like not Towns, not Van Vliet, not Sabonis. Take Poku. I feel like I I already took Tatum, so I don't want to go another Celtics Jalen. Not taking Rudy Gobert. Why? Yes, Denver uh, locking up like that? <laughs> no. Yes. Uh, well, Coley, thank you. Uh, I guess I'll take Jalen then. <laughs> they do have a tendency to both score 30 points in a game. So if they both do yeah, that again. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> also, yeah, Michael Porter Jr., it's like KCP can only guard one of them. Somebody getting Jamal Murray or MPJ. I'm fine and, with uh, that. The, the point guard's out tonight for the Nuggets. Um, and he kind of like keeps everything in check. And, but it's not. Is it a Smith? Is he their starting point guard? Who's their starting point guard? I thought he was back. I thought Jamal was a starter. Uh, like Jamal, yeah, KCP, Porter, Gordon. Yeah, Bones. New Bones. Yeah. So I. Mm. Oh, it's well, Ish Smith's a Celtics killer. That's what it is. But he's out. So that. Oh, thank <laughs> that. Helps. Um, Let's see. Scoob's on the clock. I was gonna say, yeah, Jim, just go Hauser again, round three. <laughs> Sets a career high every game. Nine nope, threes. No Brogdon it? tonight for the Celtics. No, nah, no, no Brogdon. What is that? Like rest? Read recently. He like tweaked an ankle or something. Hamstring uh, in in Wednesday night. I think they're just playing it extra safe. Gotcha. Uh, I ain't pick forever, man. What are y'all doing? No, Shea went third. Someone asked if Shea was still on the board. Very much not. <laughs> Too low, but <laughs> I will allow it. Um, Franz is on the clock. Uh, Franz is off the clock. Freddie Van Fleet has been picked. Cholesterol also off the clock. Julius, R- I like oh, this is a good draft, man. I'm glad we did this. Uh, Jam goes some OG Ananobi. Go Bear. Okay, we're cooking now. I have back to back picks. I'm going to take Darius Garland. I'm dying at the guy that says, how in the world is Shea still on the board? He's not. (laughs) (laughs) End of the draft. Will someone take Shea? Yeah, Whiskers, take Shea. What are you doing? (laughs) I'm going, again, team questionable, baby. Give me Paolo. Ooh. Heard Jay said Russ against the Kings, especially if AD is questionable, but sorry, Jay. Uh, not gonna do it. Media credential jam is is Marcus Smart gonna have his fourth straight double digit assist game tonight? I picked him to in my slip to have at least over eight, so I would think so. He's locked in. He's in the zone. 
after disparaging Jaden Ivey and saying he doesn't, uh, he has a confidence of a much better player. I'm going to pick him. I'm going to ride that confidence. Mm-hmm. He will be shooting. I know that. I know that much. He said, "I'm, I'm going to do it, Jay. I'm going to shoot you right out of this slip because you believed in me." Uh, <laughs> said Jay. Now, Franz is up, but Scoob, you got back. To, look, look at that, le- that lean Scoob got going, man. That boy is focused. <laughs> Uh, about to fall out his damn chair. I don't know what to do. <laughs> tick, tick, tick. Oh, Franz goes Russell up. Don't hate that pick. Back to back for Scoob. Can I interest you in some Bobby Portis? I truly. Brooke some... Lopez. Brooke Lopez is on the board. Steven Adams. Bowl Bowl. Cunningham. Known point getter. Cade Cunningham. Bronson. Yeah, there it is. There you go, Scoop. Hmm. Bronson, solid pick. Dude, Josh Giddy. Josh Giddy. He's a. Right. I mean, listen, Shea scored thirty. Somebody got to pass it to him. I'm gonna go I with mean, Giddy. He does it all himself. Uh, Giddy looked like he's getting back on track. You know, he's getting back into the mix. Yeah. So there's still the Ant Man is still available. Andrew Wiggins, Wendell Carter, Jakob Pertle, Franz Lopez, Cade, Javon Carter still on the he had 36 and what 12 the other night? Yeah. He's probably gonna is, do that again, you know. Was, yeah, he's, is he's everybody still out for the Bucks? I was saying Giannis isn't playing. There you go. How questionable do you want to play this, Whiskers? You want to take Giannis uh, with your last pick? <laughs> it's like I'm definitely not playing. Ah, uh, you might. You might. Um <laughs> Tunk, man, I'm up next with back-to-back pit. McMahon, who, anybody jumping off? Wiggins versus Cleveland? Oh, Wiggins Revenge? Oh. Uh, Wiggins Revenge does go crazy. Don't do it, Tunk, man. I was going to say, Tunk, man, might be listening. <laughs> tunk, man, Tunk, man, Tunk, man, Tunk, man. I was, I was waiting. I was like, it might be not enough time left. Yes, he went Bobby P. Scotty okay, I know I'm taking Wiggins. What do you say? Scotty Barnes. See chapter? Scotty is he must I'd already be, be drafted. Shocked if he was still on the board. Yeah, he's not. He's no longer on the board. I'm going. Okay. Wiggins revenge. There's Wendell Pirtle. I'm like Franz. Well, Keldon. You're just going heavy on the magic. You're just going heavy on the questionable. Like if Franz or if Paolo's not out or if he's out, they'll give me somebody else. And I'll have friends. Uh, Keldon against Milwaukee. I don't want him going against Milwaukee. Giannis isn't playing. Rookie is, though. He's the one I'm scared of. That Giannis <laughs> pack is old news. This Lopez is blocking all the shots. Washed up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, that's my full team. Scoob got the last pick. I don't know what, what you're going to do with the school. I don't know what I'm going to do with that. Jam. Jam is on the board. Almost. I don't hate Bones going up against Celtics bench, especially if if Brogdon's not playing. I'm going with R.J. Barrett because the Pistons are bad. R.J. Barrett's bad. Uh, that's a fair point, but he's better <laughs> than... <laughs> or he's been bad. I, I, Cade feels like the play here to somebody. Team questionable. Oh, uh, yeah. The old Boy. 11 of points he gave you on Wednesday night. Nowhere to go but up. Four, three, and two for Cade in 23 minutes. Do it, Scoob. Oh, goes. can't do it. Can't do it, Scoob. Uh, cholesterol got him. Pirtle's off the board, and Scoob's wrapping it up with... Uh, Nikola Vucevic. No. Uh, bones, bones. 
Spoon. Who'd, who'd you go, Spoon? Malik Monk. Reven- I like it. Revenge game against the Lakers. Sure is. Good call. Um, the projections. Okay. The Tunk Man is projected to come in first, and I'm behind him by 0.3 points. Projected to come in dead last by over 30 points. Um, Jam Packers. Wow. Uh, who'd you end up with, Packer? I've got the Jays, Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, OG, Mr. Confidence himself, Jaden Ivey, Brooke Lopez, and RJ Barrett. And I can see why I was projected to lose because that fell off after the Jays. But it's the last two picks. I think that's where you left a little meat on the bone. A good Brook game, I don't know if that helps you on the slips. But it helps me because we're playing against you. Uh, school, who'd you get? I got uh, Nikola Jokic, uh, Desmond Bain, Carl Anthony Towns, Jalen Brunson, Josh Giddy, and Malik Monk. I like that Bain pick. Um, yeah, I like that little match up there. Mm-hmm. I've got Anthony Davis, Devin Booker, Darius Garland, Paolo, Andrew Wiggins, and Franz Wagner. I'm feeling good about the chance to win my fifth straight draft. A- AD oh, might win you this. Great. I think AD is going to go crazy. Or when they give me uh, I don't know, Nate Thurman, 1946, <laughs> uh, as an injury replacement. We got another draft to get to, boys. That's right. That's right. Y'all trying to do a little pitch draft? Listen, why that's good? There was two NFL lines that just made me say, "Hmm," for this upcoming week, McMahon. Um, and I can't find them. <laughs> no, there they are. Uh, Cleveland. While we're getting the the NFL draft set up, uh, people are filling in now. Cleveland goes to Miami this week. Why is Miami only favored by three and a half points? Because the Browns are famously consistent this year. They, I was Cleveland is coming off of a bye, but I thought that at Miami might cancel that out. Um, yeah, that three that just somebody tell me what I'm what I'm missing. Three and a half just felt low to me for that one. I saw earlier. I saw Tua is just shredding man coverage. So maybe the Browns play a ton of zone. Mm. Like, I don't, that's the part of the equation I don't know. But I saw like Tua this year is the best quarterback against man in the league by a lot. And of course, it's because he has the two, the two fast guys running around causing mm-hmm. all sorts of chaos. So maybe it's just like, yeah, the Browns, again, I don't know the Browns uh, defensive scheme. I know they have Miles Garrett. That's good. Um, but yeah, I don't. I must have just think Nick Chubb's going to hold the ball for. Well, let's say Pickle says the Browns might just rush for 200. Um, yeah. So I said the secondary stinks. That was one. Um, okay. I drafted Pastors up, Jam and Scoob back to back as things uh, fix themselves. Connor, K Beggs. And again, I round up the end of the draft. This is bullshit. Um, but Houston. Goes to the New York Giants. Now, Houston's coming off their mini-buy, Thursday night football buy. The Giants are favored by four and a half. The Giants are also coming off a buy. This is a what, six and two team coming off a buy. Houston's going there, and it's only four and a half? Like, again, what am I, what am I missing? Hasn't, 
isn't four and a half the Vegas zone house? Isn't that when Vegas really starts eating four and a half? That's when that's when they get people falling all over themselves. So yeah, I don't know. Um, I, like I I don't believe Houston will cover the. Th- is the Giants rush defense terrible? This is just going to be a big Damian Pierce night. Like I don't. I thought that was the only way they were like, running the ball and stopping the run. Uh, I, or right. so I thought. I could see that just being a really sloppy game where the Giants win like 2017, you know? It's just really. That is one thing. Yeah, the Giants, uh, like. Yeah, they a don't lot blow of their anybody out. They are pretty so. close. So I yeah. don't. No, this it's fair. I. Come on, he took Kelsey. How questionable do you want to get? Kelsey was the first pick. Y'all some hoes. Uh, I'm listening, Mick. You know, I was saying Josh Allen's as questionable as they come. Oh, my bad, my bad. Before uh, I started talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will go. Yeah, for that, give me some Nick Chubb action. I will eat the the, the trash chat, and I I feel like Nick Chubb trash is generally delicious. Mm. So, yeah, again, yeah, the Giants don't blow anybody. I just thought after like a good team record wise coming off a bye against the team team of one win, the worst team in the league right now. So. Uh, I know the defense and the run game maybe keeps it close, but I just four and a half seemed a little low. What do you say, school? Uh, Joseph says Giants by multiple metrics luckiest team this year. Uh, Vegas expects them to flop soon. I bet the schedule is so cake though. Yeah, like they might flop and still finish eleven and what six? Three. Twelve and yeah. five. <laughs> like they could yeah. they could win the game and flop. You know what I mean? So that's, yeah, that's the Vegas zone house. This is true. Um Okay. The draft is going. Scoob's on the clock. Scoob's first pick, he went Saquon. His second pick, what are you thinking, Scoob? Um, I really wanted um I really wanted Justin Fields. Many do. Jam went Tyreek Hill. And Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson was still available? Good that Lord. was my thinking. How the hell did that happen? Yeah, that Felt bizarre. Um, he's playing the Bills, sure, but he's Justin Jefferson. The Bills don't have a quarterback. They're going to score a touchdown yeah. on their first drive. It's what the Vikings do. They throw it the ball to Justin Jefferson. And it's, <laughs> it's a 1 p.m. game, too, so Kirk Cousins is ready. Oh, yeah, that's prime time for Kirk. Mm-hmm. Kirk won the game at 6 a.m., man. Uh, if Case Keenum starts, though, that's double revenge spot. Oh, wow. Now, nah, Keenum does have about six revenge <laughs> uh, games in this league. Jam back. Is it on the revenge? Clock. Is it revenge when the only reason you made all that money is because that team let you start? Is that still revenge? Yes. If they let you go or slighted you in any way, they should have had me starting from the jump. Yeah, fair. Why didn't they trade up for me? Uh, Jam goes. I gotta say, I like Jam's team so far. Um, Scoob gets digs. Yeah, I, only way he's still here got to be the Josh Allen concern, but yeah. It feels like he'll still be open. I don't even know who, who's their backup. It was Trubisky, but oh yeah, can't. Uh, yeah, Keenum's not god awful. So no. I've I'm on Roz up CD Juju. I do have Mahomes. I do like CD coming off the bye. If you don't want to do CD and Juju, since you have the back to back, CD. I was thinking Pierce, but I already I do already have a running back in the giant. Yeah, I will go CD. And Juju Smith-Schuster. He's getting the targets lately, so. There. Yeah, I don't pick again for 20 minutes. 
we had any, any good baseball. Uh, <laughs> hey, listen, um, I'm still floored that Paul Goldschmidt is just the the gold stand, the silver standard at first base for hitting. He's really good. He He's really great. Good. He just he just did it for the Diamondbacks, and people didn't care all that much. And then he got to the Cardinals, and people started caring. He was like, huh? He's, he's going to win MVP in what a week? When do they announce that stuff? Got to be soon. Uh, it is soon. Yeah, I believe it's within these next seven days. I don't remember the exact. Probably right now. Uh, they're announcing right. Well, I just figured, <laughs> in the cloak of night, the rollout they did gold gloves with last week, silver sluggers. I figured the first and second team will be soon, and then. MVP whenever. Cow- Cowboys versus the Packers, man. I don't and that's is that the Sunday night game? Monday night? Uh is that it's Sunday night. night. Is... No, I don't think I don't want to watch the Packers no more. <laughs> it's not the night game. It's not. It, oh okay, yeah, if it's in this draft, Four it's o'clock? not we're on main slate. Oh it, true. Yeah, good call. Um what is it? Now I'm afraid I thought Cowboys Packers was always like the at least the Sunday night or the late afternoon game. Josh Allen finally go. That's that's a decision by past. I imagine he plays. So, okay. Scoob's on the clock. Oh, I am. Um, I shouldn't have said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was not was not looking. Um, geez. There's, there's a name. I'm floored it's still available. And I might can say it just. Jake Eldris Alexander? Yes. How is he? <laughs> um <laughs> I can't say it yet because I want to draft the person. Oh, he's still available. I thought for sure it was going to be Jonathan Taylor. Well, I saw him. I thought he was just out this week. I didn't even know he was questionable. I thought he was still just pra- not pra- playing football. Practice fully the last two days, I'm pretty sure. So if there's any team to get going Saturday's against. like, I don't believe in injuries. <laughs> yeah, suit it up. Uh, you think my back don't hurt too? I'm old. Uh, he's against uh, McDaniel's and the Raiders, so vintage to vintage Jonathan Taylor if he plays this week. There it went. Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, and I know against the Bills, but end of round five, Dalvin still available. I'm looking. I need a tight end. All of these tight ends are fake people. Correct. Uh, but I also Greg need Dulcich, one more. Cole Pollard. Oh. T- I know Zeke's back, but Green Bay giving it up on the ground and droves. Sorry, school. I'll go some Tony P. And I need a tight end? Do I have to? I might go Dolchich, man. He's been cooking. He gets, he, he gets the rock. Yeah, I'm going Dolchich because Russ won't wear the wristband. So I'm going Dolchich. Gino wears the wristband though. I wanted Justin Fields so bad. Scoop's still on it. <laughs> I'm so mad. Listen, Fields was on waivers this week, and I thought I might actually get him to stream this week. Of course I didn't. Of course I didn't. Um, yeah, one more pick, Scoop, but you gotta go tight end. We already know. Taysom Hill. Too. Taysom Hill. We already know what I'm doing. If I get Tua and I don't get Waddle or Hill, I go Gasecki. He get, he gets a touchdown every time I do this. Every single time. Jam with some coke. Do you have fields, Jam? Or are you just no, in no. on Cole Komet? I'm in on him because he scored two <laughs> touchdowns last week, and that's the only thing I saw. Might be all you need. Uh, yeah, all of us have drafted. Let's see. The projections say that Connor is projected to come in first and that I'm projected to come in last. <laughs> 
this okay. Anyways, uh, who'd you end up with, Scoob? Um, I've got Saquon Barkley, Tua Tagovailoa, Stefan Diggs, Amari Cooper, Jonathan Taylor, and Mike Gusecki. Ooh, I really like Packard. that one. That's a good team. Uh, Jam, who'd you get? I have Dak, Alvin Kamara, Tyreek Hill, Justin Jefferson, Amara St. Brown, and Cole Komet. And I'm going to win. Guaranteed. Word to the man. All that. <laughs> I was going to say, you were, you were sounding pretty good. Uh, Jam Hasselbeck is about to throw a pick six uh, in <laughs> <Immediately>. overtime. <laughs> um, I've got Patty Mahomes, Nick Chubb, Tony Pollard, C.D. Lamb, Juju Smith-Schuster, and Greg Dolchich. I don't like my team. Uh, should, it is what it is. Should we put a four-way slip in together before we head out? A little something, something for the weekend. I like the way you're thinking, Scoob. Uh, anybody got a lock? Uh, I'm going with the Dolt over, I think. For catches, yards. Um, well, what do you guys like more? The receiving yards or the receptions? Four receptions, 40 and a half receiving yards. Hmm. What do we think? I like the yards. Yeah. I, I was like going to say, yards. I don't hate the yard. 40 and a half is not crazy. All right, we're going high. Yeah, Russ looks his way, so. Okay. Uh, That'll be Scoob's my He's got dull chick. Yeah, I'm I'm looking through. I need a lock. I need a lock. You boys got a lock. I'm like OG Ananobi over 20 and a half points going up against the Thunder. Mm. The tra- <laughs> about to be traded, OG Ananobi. He's got to elevate his uh his trade value. I'm looking I, I was trying to get a college football slip, but that it's just too sun sometimey. I am going to take a guy. I don't know. He just keeps looking better and better. 79 and a half rushing yards for Kenneth Walker. They're playing in Germany, and I think I like the higher there. So when I was looking at, so that hurts. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to be incredibly bold. <clears throat> Justin Fields under. Interception, point five. Oh, wow. Lower, excuse me. Uh, the 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 Lions got too many interceptions last week. They're regressing back to zero where they belong. Okay, okay. Well, I mean, this week they play a real quarterback. You know what I mean? Last week they got right. to play some, uh, some old man. Uh, okay, I like that. I'm luck- looking for fields, so we're going lower on the slip. And so we, yeah, Scoop, can you read out the whole slip for us? Yep, we got Greg Dulkich over or higher 40 and a half receiving yards, OG Ananobi higher 20 and a half points, Ken Walker higher 79 and a half rushing yards, and Justin Fields lower interception. No winners, are we putting any insurance on this, boys? We gotta, we gotta go straight, don't we? Oh, I, I put insurance yeah. on, I did insurance. I'm gonna say, you go man. insurance, Mick. Heavens, no. I'm not either. I'm feeling slutty. Um, yeah, let's lock that in. Might get a little Friday four-way uh, going for the people. OG so, gets 19 points tonight, and we just have no idea. <laughs> Slip just dies immediately. That's that's why... Yeah, Dolce doesn't play... Uh, th- that's why I did the insurance, because I was like, we got a little basketball in here. I don't know basketball like that. <laughs> just... just... Un poquito, just in case. Uh, 
But that will do it for the week, boys. We're thankful to chat. Thankful to Brother Roby. Again, the I believe the Discord post is pinned at the top of chat here. Yep. Uh, thanks to everybody that's already in there and checking in there and everyone who is going to keep that a respectful place that we will not have to push the button on or get anybody out of there for any reason. Thank you. Um, we're thankful for Jam Packard, the McMahon School for pressing our buttons, YC. So if everybody could, please and thank you. A thumbs up on the YouTube. Subscribe so you can join us in chat. Y'all have a good weekend. Y'all be safe out here. Maybe there's a Twitter Monday. Maybe not. Tune in and find out. We'll see you Monday.